what it is, everybody. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're back. We're getting chats. All right, there we hey. fucking go. Hey. Oh, God, it's, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to have audio. It's good to have audio, my yeah. friends. Let me know if it sounds fucked up at all, everybody. I, it looks like it's okay. Oh, it's Pete. Yeah, you do. do Want me to talk in it all? Get this. Yeah, have you never had a guy yet for your your show? A a guy, like a secondary guy. One time when I did a really long one, I had some guys, but otherwise it's a one man band, baby, like Bob Dylan. It's impressive. I mean, it's good to get used to all the chords. Yes. And know how to do it all yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like you can show the ropes. So, and then if you hire someone, if they're fucking up, you can fucking scream at them and you can know like what they're doing wrong. You feel good about screaming. Yes. Because I've been there. I'm like, it's not that fucking hard. It's not that fucking hard. Yeah. That's good shit. I mean, look at the, you know, this, I never knew how a mixer worked. Look at me now. I got two mics going into it. I have one of those mixers and I still don't know what like the thousands of knobs do. Like I know the SLR cables where they go. Right. That services. But the rest of them like, Jesus, do we need these? It's a big fucking trick because I think most of them kind of do barely anything and it's really just the, the bottom ones and the top. Yeah. Ones, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <sighs> we were talking about. I, I do want to continue this with the mic placement because I do think it's oh it's great. It's great material. Let's dig in. Really, sometimes the way someone holds a mic can kind of anger me a little bit. Yeah, you, like I I mean I'm a I, I love watching stand up, but sometimes this like the tiny like bass grab and Weird. like the wrist in can kind of give off like I've been doing this a while. I'm a little bit pretentious with it. Yeah. So and I, you're strong. Like, you're so strong. Yeah, you're, you're, you do, oh, I do this so often. Yeah, you can bail. Oh, it's like, I'm not even, this thing is, weighs nothing to me, you know? It's like, yeah, this is dainty to me. My hands could handle much. I'm a climber. <laughs> I, could have, I could have a mic twice this size. Yeah, give me a Wouldn't big, bother me, man. They should change mic shape and look more for shows. Yes. Like, this is the, this is the industry standard. This is the only, yeah, this is the Sure SM58. I mean, I love that you're, you're seeing this, you're seeing this mic. This has been the standard for near 50 years, if you can believe yeah. it. This is a classic mic. Evolution has stopped on this because... Uh, they've perfected it. It literally, it's like, there. it is crazy where you're, where technology... You know, we're getting in the cloud. We're getting all this crazy shit. I sometimes I think let's slow down a little bit. But this, it stopped, and it's we said this is perfect. It's perfect. This we're is gonna keep it where it we're is. keeping it where it is, folks. The wall clock we're keeping the same too. Yeah, we've wa- gone digital with clocks, I guess. Right, but now it's sort of this come around where maybe a wall clock. Now that's kind of an accent piece for the home. It is. Yeah. It's like records. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Record. Like vinyl records. Yeah. I like the old mics where the box is suspended in like a hoop. Yeah, yeah, that's good looking. I also like the old radio mics. Those are cool too. Yeah, the radio mics. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, we're. Yeah, yeah, you gotta talk like this. Yeah, it gives you it gives you a mid Atlantic accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that actually that accent became a thing because of the mics. The mics. People were talking like you or I, just completely normally, nothing we like, just. Yo, what's up, man? And then it's like, hello, hello there. It was this like weird filter. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so exactly. But that was, and it was, and so that we had to phase that out, and now we get our. This is the rockers mic. It, it's, yeah. it can take slang. Yo, what's good, dog? Like this is, has yeah, no problem with that, man. The old wait, the old mics where the box is suspended in like a hoop. I think, like, I'm pretty sure I know what they're talking about. And it's one of those complicated looking ones. Yeah. Right? 
you know, that it's like similar to a condenser microphone, mm-hmm. you know, but it's got more to it's it. It's got some more zhuzh to it. Yeah. Okay. You remember like um, phone technology has come a long way too. They were they had like two separate pieces for yeah. phones back then. They had the earpiece and the talk piece. You remember? I, I see I, that in old shows. That and 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 I see that's something I wish we could bring back. Yeah. Because I I I feel like I've got a little more control there of what's going on. And if I'm doing that, I can't start playing games on my phone or like going on Twitter while I'm like talking to someone. I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, you know. Dude, that's like me on every conversation with like a family member, which yeah. is sad because like I only. <laughs> How often do you talk to your family? Uh, I wish it was less, but you know, I'm really I'm talking to my mom and my grandma probably once a week. That's good. Yeah, I don't. I it's I it's only. But this is. Are you Jewish? No. So this is to me a very. It's only because the guilt of of waiting makes the call so much worse. Yes. Well, you didn't call for a week. We didn't know what happened. That then. And this isn't only Jews. I mean, maybe this is something you experience in your family as well. That it that it is, you know, I, I end up it's easy it's easier just to get the fucking call out of the way once a week. I totally know? agree. Yeah. It, it wastes at least five to ten minutes the guilt. Exactly. Know? And the calls end up longer where this I can be like, all right, ten minutes, but I've done, you know, I've checked the box off so then we don't have to well, I haven't heard from you in so long. I have a lot to catch you up on, and then it's just It's so true. And my calls because I wait end up being like an hour. I know. That's why I dread them. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, I mean, you know, God bless these women, but their lives are not as interesting as mine. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, what am I supposed to say, you know? Sorry, Mommy. My my mommy and my grandmommy, they live in houses that basically don't go anywhere. They're old, you know? They're in Washington, D.C. Oh, no way. So they're not going to, you know, they're not, you know, I mean, it'd be more interesting, honestly, if they were doing something like storming the Capitol, but they're yeah, on the I'm other not, side of that. They're not doing any of the, the fun no, stuff no. over there. Now, you said no way. Are you from that area? Yeah, I'm from uh, Maryland. We've talked about this. Yeah. Are you from Manassas? No, that's no. Virginia. Oh, God. If I could get into Manassas. You're I, from, uh, no, outside of Baltimore, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, probably a 10-minute drive from Baltimore. Heck, the White House for me. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, what if I could? It's actually far from the fence, from the fence yeah. to the White House. Have you been? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I've been. From the area Go well. every weekend, you know, to protest. It's, you got to. You got to. <laughs> you got to respect. If you live in the D.C. metropolitan area, you got you gotta. to get around the White you know, House. You know what is crazy? The White House, you could never really do this. But, like, when I was a kid, you could, like, walk into the Capitol and, like, <laughs> like hey, what's up? Like, you could go into most of those buildings completely normal yeah, style. Totally. Yeah. You do that on field trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us in. And I was like, yeah, if I remember, there was, like, no security. In no. Like a, it's like when you go to a park and there's like a pavilion that you can just walk in and yeah. have and use the restroom, you know? It's, it's beautiful. But that, I think, should cost money. That should cost money. Because <laughs> it would keep it clean. Uh, Manass- get filthy. Manassas was a strategic railroad junction. Holy shit. Well, there you go. I mean, another reason to love Manassas. Walt Disney was gonna, it was trying to build a giant uh, park in Manassas that was going to be a like American history uh, uh, like Disney World, basically, but only about American history. And like one part of it was going to be like the Pilgrims. One was going to be the Industrial Revolution. One was going to be like sort of the 1800s, the Old West. It was all going to be about America. And then it didn't happen, I think, because it was, I think in part because the, 
There was definitely some weird white supremacy stuff going on because it's Disney, and then they said, we don't want this shit here. Manassas strong, you know? <laughs> they were like, don't you put that shit here. <laughs> Although I will say, um, Disney does history fun. Uh, they would have definitely fucking fudged the information, that's for sure. Yeah, but you can't imagine they would have treated the uh, American Native Americans very well in no, that sort of park it, made in the 1980s. Right, yeah. It would have been totally <laughs> falsified and not true. But I will say, their parks, like, they do, like, Western-themed stuff fun. Like, yeah. uh, what's that? Uh, Thunder Mountain? You been on that? Thunder Railroad, yeah. Thunder, Thunder Mountain Railroad, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, listen, you're talking to a... a, a was he going to make a plantation <laughs> thing? I, like, I think... I think... <sighs> Like I think maybe, like I think it was like, well, it's in it, 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 it a very it's heritage not hate kind of way, you know. I think we were going to see a little like mid julep plantation. The two battles that fought in Manassas were not happy days for the U.S. military. They were going to do it very close to those battles. Um, are you a Disney? Are Disneyland head? Not know, at all. No, I know. I saw you made a video there. Yeah, I did make a video there. I, I like going to Disney. I think it's I like amusement parks in mm -hmm. general, but. Um, I don't, I never got too attached to, yeah. like, I don't know, you, you know, there's Disney people. Like, I've been to, me and my buddy uh, used to film a lot of weddings, mm -hmm. and there were some weddings when, like, a bride or groom, groom or both would be, like, Disney people. Whoa. Like, half of their speech would be Disney-related. What? Like, you're the Sebastian in my area. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be really yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, it would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the they adore it, and they're like, oh, when I first met you behind Space Mountain. Oh, that was just... Uh, I'll never forget that moment. Oh, my mic's low. Your mic's low. It's what? probably just because I wasn't born with a strong voice. How's that? How about now? Sure. Let's see. We'll see when it comes in. Testing. One, two, yeah. three, though. Ooh. Yeah. Just had a, hey man, just had to up your levels a bit. It's no problem though. It's not a yeah. knock against you, man. Don't worry about no, it. It's totally cool. It's all good. Um, that wait, was that in Chicago or is that out here? Uh, the weddings? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chicago. Mainly. Crazy. Yeah, we, me and uh, Matt, his name is, we worked for this random guy named Steve who mm -hmm. ran his business on filming weddings. So he hired us to, as a team, to film weddings together, but also uh, we had to ed edit these little like, Sorry, I'm reading that. We had to edit these little videos for... Because he also uh, contracting wedding DJs. So we also uh -huh. did some editing for him where we'd make these like kind of like uh, character videos about their DJs. We'd like edit them and make their DJs look really appealing. So people would <laughs> like, want to... Yo, like, yo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, flashing lights, you know, light flares and... Uh, They'd have like little bios that they said directly to camera. And were they ever like cool, or were you were you doing a lot of the heavy lifting? <laughs> a lot of that. These guys are, they're like wedding DJs who are in their fifties, and this is what they do for a living. Right. And they play the same music every time. In suburban Chicago. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a pretty good idea of what that guy looks like. Oh yeah. That's crazy though. Because I, I mean, I know because I, I feel so like I, I don't I consider myself anyway Disney at all. I like Disneyland. I think it's fun. Like, and I like theme parks. You know, you're looking at me like you think I'm secretly a Disney adult. No, it's, okay. it's, no, no. I just think it's funny to hear somebody talk about 
I think it's funny that we're both like, we're not Disney. We're not really Disney, but I could get down with it. Yeah, but all, here, this was all I said. This is why I brought this up is because I wanted to say Frontierland is really cool <laughs> where big where Thunder Mountain Railroad is. Yeah. I'm just a big fan of it, man. But I felt like I had to ask a bunch of questions to just get up with my original thought, which is I really do like Frontierland. Yeah, they I think do it's really Frontierland I think good. it's really well themed. Um, I think that Walt did a great job there, you yeah. know? Yeah. A plus on Frontierland. Yeah, A plus. Uh, yeah, and it's like mostly Western vibes. Yeah, right? and then yeah. they got the, or maybe that's old Western land, and then old Frontier land is the one that where uh, Splash Mountain is, where it's like Lewis and Clark vibe. Yeah. Then we got New Orleans Square. I mean, oh, I love. Is that where they have the haunted building? You know what I'm talking about? It's not actually haunted, haunted. mansion. Yeah, is that is like that, the ride, or is, are you talking about like a story about no, something haunted? Like, um, there was always like a mansion in Disney World that was like had ghosts everywhere. I'm looking to see if I anywhere. think it's Haunted Mansion. It may be Haunted now. Mansion. A, now a movie with uh, Eddie Murphy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's why I was confused because I was like, well, this ride came out before the Eddie Murphy movie, but I guess they made it. Off I of think the they ride. were doing like a Pirates of the Caribbean thing where they were like, we're gonna make a ride, a movie based on a ride because it worked once 23 that's years so ago. <laughs> funny that that's something they do making. Yeah. Movies off of rides. It's so. It is crazy that you're like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like they made a movie off of a ride and it made billions of dollars. It's yeah. like it, you gotta respect it. You yeah. know. I rewatched the first one in theaters recently. Really? How was that? It was great. Yeah, I watched yeah. it over the pandemic and was like, he look. I don't, you know, I don't know what was going on in that trial, but yeah, Johnny Depp did a great job in that movie. He did a good job. It's a good character. Yeah. Nothing to do. I don't know about his personal life. I, I separate the art from the artist always, 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 no matter what. That's a strong rule of thumb to play by. Yeah. Well, it's because I don't know a lot of, uh, I don't, I just don't know a lot of stuff. So it's, uh, it, I don't know. I don't know a lot of the people. I don't know a lot of the actors' names. Yeah. So then it's tough for me. I can't really look up information about them because if you look up Jack Sparrow, you're not seeing the Jack Sparrow Amber Heard trial, are you? No, you aren't. No, you're, no. No, you're not. not. That's a good up. point. That's not coming up. What uh, what other artists have you like separated from their art because you like it a lot? Mm, I couldn't say. You know, publicly, I wouldn't want to say it. I wouldn't want to say it out loud. What about Mike Jackson? Would you say that one out loud? Yeah, I'll say that one out loud. You know what? All right, here we teeing it up. This is why we come, folks, for the hard, the hard opinions. Cancel, ring, ring, ring. Cancel me in the streets. Look, I don't know, man. That guy, great music, and had a very uh, life that, like, the fact that he ended up being a child pedophile. You're like. Well, yeah, his dad was taking him to whorehouses when he was six years old. Yeah. It's not like it was like, bah, I'm a pedophile. It's like, no, he had, like, kid brain because he didn't grow yeah, up. You we know? can all, like, track exactly yeah. what created it and where it came from. Right. Yeah, and I have, like, heard that from a lot of people I talk. I, I like to gauge people's opinions on Michael Jackson quite frequently. Yeah. But <laughs> that is the common thing. Yeah, people date. will get, like, defensive, saying, like, yeah, but the guy had a fucked up life. Yeah. And also, he had a whole, like, um, discography of music when he was a kid yeah. that, that are full of bangers. It's like, I, yeah. oh, can you not listen to that? Like the Jackson 5 songs, you know? Cause would, and that's such a good point, because if you're a kid, you can't really be a pedophile, can you? you can't, if you're fucking no. other kids. I mean, that's not... <laughs> You're not. A, I mean, I'm just saying. Kids, kids can when fuck kids. That music. He. There's no. A pedophile did not make that music, unless one of the brothers or, or Janet was, but I don't think they were. Uh, 
so that's there's no problem with seeing the Jackson Five, even if you're no. against what Michael Jackson did. Exactly, Jackson Five is totally because he wasn't a kid. Yeah, yeah, right. There's no problem. Do, are you? Where do you stand on it? On um, Michael Jackson, you know, I won't. If someone puts him on, I won't. You know, I won't. Hey, I won't. Yeah, I won't be like, no. Yeah. Turn it off. There's other stuff we can enjoy at this party. No, I'll, I'll usually. Uh, I'll just be down with it, but like I have stopped like actively turning on his songs. Like I won't. I think my favorite one of his, my two favorites of his, would be like "Man in the Mirror" mm-hmm. and "Thriller." Mm-hmm. And those ones were probably ones historically I would turn on, but right. that's it. I wasn't a huge. That's how I feel too. Yeah. I, I listened to a bl- more Jackson Five growing up, honestly. Yes, yeah, yeah, because I knew what was coming, so I was preemptively <laughs> getting ahead of it. Um, you're such, okay, a, so, you're right. such a good guy. I, yeah, man. I don't know. I do. I don't separate the art of the artist because I just have this innate sense of whether the artist is uh, morally good and, and, and righteous and just. So that's why you know I'm uh, uh, Paul Dano is a very morally just actor. So it's easy to watch. That. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, morally just. Yes, that's why Swiss Army Man is my favorite movie. <laughs> um, but okay, wait. This uh, this is a question because now it's Halloween. I love how they're both Swiss Army Men. Yeah, uh, they're yeah, both okay, sorry, Swiss. Ar- they are. They're they both are, in uh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Donna, it's it's it wouldn't be a good movie, but then because they're both in it, it becomes a good movie. Yeah, you got two morally just actors in exactly. a movie. It you, it's better be good. It better be mm-hmm. good. Two popes, probably not, because the pope's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> this, so it's October. Thriller's going to be playing a lot. Yeah. Like, are you? Uh, how do you feel about that? Like, you go to, like, the zoo for some sort of Halloween event. <laughs> I'm, I'm pumped. You know, yeah. I'm ready to hear some Thriller. Okay. It's All a right. scary song, too. You know, you don't get too many songs that... Scare you. There's not a lot of legit Halloween music that isn't like, yeah, like literally, bo- like silly like, skeleton, yeah, bonesy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Monster Mash is very much yeah. that way. Though Monster Mash is the gold standard of that. We have to give it up. <laughs> yeah. Please put respect on that name. I will. Yeah. yeah. You have to. I mean, uh, Monster Mash, it's like the always, it's the, um, what's that Mariah Carey Christmas song? Um, all uh, I want for Christmas want. is you. Now the most popular Christmas song. Yeah, I'd say Monster Mash is the Halloween version of... Not Thriller. Yeah. Monster Mash might be number one. Yeah, yeah, Monster Mash for sure. Thanksgiving, there's no real songs. Monster Mash fucks, I'm saying. Somebody was telling me, the other, uh, we were recently talking about, I don't think Monster Mash is a legitimately good song, and they were really arguing with me. They're like, it's a legitimately great song, aside from the Halloween stuff. Yeah, okay, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, freak. Yeah, you like that mid-Atlantic no, accent, like too. Of, it's full yeah. of, like, smoke and like, chains. And, like, yeah. no, so, no masterful song has, like, chains and sound effects. That is, that is so true. Besides Thriller. Of course, but then that... Monster Mash walks, the Thriller could run. Yeah, very true. Into the arms of a little kid. Something like that. That also makes sense because uh, Halloween's a big kid holiday, so Michael probably liked that too. Oh yeah, that probably got him real juiced up on the idea. R. Kelly though, st- no, Fully. that that it's like it's just bad. He's just bad. Yeah, he's, he probably shouldn't he's put that done, music. Though. Yeah, and you know, I believe I can fly was a very inspirational song and. Huh. <laughs> Dude, I've gotten that before. That one always shocks me when someone says I look like Ron Swanson. I mean, I guess the mustache, but the I mustache. think if I lost the mustache, I wouldn't. 
I don't. Yeah, I think it'd be gone. I yeah, I don't. I don't know if. I mean, I see it when he says it, but I don't know if I would say see it, see it, say it myself, yeah. see it and say it. You know, another topic for tonight was going to be facial hair care because to me, you're one of the famous mustache havers <laughs> in my life. Thank you. I've Thank never you. seen you without one. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Um, no, I. Uh, it's. It, I did it like. A, I did it probably. Started doing it no- regularly in like 2016, because mm-hmm. um, that's kind of when I found out I could do it. Like 2015, 2016. Like wow. I, I think I mean I was probably like 24, 25, and mm-hmm. my facial hair was just starting to come into fruition. Mm. And I grew it out for my brother's wedding because that was a thing all the guys were doing mm-hmm. leading up to it. And I was like, oh, it kind of, at first I was getting weird comments, like you look creepy, but then once it filled in, people yeah, were yeah. like, oh, I like the way it looks. And I just started doing it more. And then I got to that point where I would shave it less than not. Um, mm-hmm. So it just kind of became a staple. And now it's at a point where I'm like, oh, I don't want to shave it and then get like an audition or an acting. Because your headshots have it, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. That is real. That is yeah. like, yeah, yeah. That's like why the actors will grow out their beards and they can shave it. You can't really do that if you're not famous, though. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, That's all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't really need to do that. But yeah. like maybe like, you know. Uh, Steve Zahn, you know. Yeah, Steve yeah, Zahn. Yeah, he's he, having a comeback. Yeah, yeah he, he really is. He really is. White I, Lotus, and amongst other so things. Sure, he's in other stuff, but White yeah. Lotus. He's in Righteous Gemstones, the new season. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What about you? Uh, how are you strictly beard now? Or I've you- kind of had this sort of like leave the mustache, kind of trim the beard down for yeah four or five years now. Because it's too... I've, I've been able to grow facial hair since I was, like, 16, so... Really? Bless you. It's just... It's just... it. On the flip side, though, if you're... It's like... If you shave every day, it fucks up your skin. I mean, maybe yeah. if you... I think if you do it all the time, like, it gets used yeah, to it. Yeah, with, like, a cold razor? Yeah, it just, like... It's... it's it get it just gave me razor burn all the time, yeah. and I was just like, it's not worth it. And I'm like lazy, and I like also like having a beard, you know. Like yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You know. You, you sometimes have glasses too. Well, I usually have glasses, but my glasses the frame broke a little bit, so now when I wear them, I get really dizzy. Holy shit! So, really? Yeah. So I've been putting in contacts. Like I've been wearing them somewhat, but it's like because I have astigmatism, like because they're off, like just a little bit amount. Yeah. I it make it just you get dizzy. It's really crazy. I th- I mean because I, I edit a lot, I video edit a lot, yeah. so my vision has just recently started to get worse because of it, and really? I, it's the type of vision worsening where at night you're like in the dark and lights are just kind of fuzzy. Yeah, I've got that. And I'm that. like, I feel like because I I went to an eye doctor and they're like, yeah, glasses won't really help the type of like eyesight change. Hmm. Like actual prescription wouldn't work for you. So the best you can do is like get like readers or something like that mm-hmm. um, when you are working. Um, and I was wondering if that's the same as an astigmatism when like. Is it a slight difference between the two eyes? Astigmatism like, is like, it's like the shape of your eye is a little bit weird. Oh. It's like, so I don't really know exactly how it works. It's like, so it's just, I don't, 
I kind of, you know, I kind of don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. But I have one, but I don't, don't really know. Ask no, because my eyes are different, but that's not what the stigmatism is. But you should, you, you ever try blue light glasses for editing? I did, but I've never done them consistently long enough to yeah. be like, yo, it's working. But do you, do you swear I was doing them? it a lot during the pandemic because I think it was, I was doing even more screen time and it was helping. Yeah. But I don't, not, not, I've done it in the past, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because screens screens are gonna be the death of me. I feel yeah. like if eye cancer is yeah in our in a bunch of people's futures because of all the screens we look at, I'm yeah. gonna be number one. Number yeah. one. I'm looking at boy. I'm looking. I work on it. It's every uh, all work I do is completely on screens. Uh, the thing I like to do the most, uh, go on my phone, is on the screen. Yeah. Watching TV, it's the screen. I pretty much love screens. So yeah, same. I would really. I would really. Uh, Jesse, as an actor, do you have to go out of your way to network, or do you leave it mostly up to talent agency? That's a good question. Oh, that's that's a great question. I didn't foresee like a, a question about my career. That's this cool. is an actors roundtable now. Dude, that's uh, I'm honored. I've always wanted to be on one. Yeah, um, that's what this is. So to answer the question, I I do network a lot. Not in like the traditional. I think a lot of people, you know. Uh, think networking is like trading business cards, but I think just getting out there and being nice to people and having good conversations with people is networking. And I like going out to shows, uh, doing stuff like this and yeah. filming videos with people. Folks, um, this is fucking networking. Don't get it twisted. We are not friends. Yeah, this, this is a, a transactional uh, conversation. Yeah, Luke actually paid me yeah. uh, gift certificates. To <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And not good places, just wherever I can scrounge Horrible up. Horrible places. Um, uh, uh, what's that one place I'm trying to think of? Uh, Claim Don. jumpers. Yes. 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 <laughs> Where that was on the tip of your <laughs> yeah. tongue. Claim jumpers. No, I cut you off, Doug. Keep going. Yeah, I think uh, networking, it, I honestly, I feel like I do more networking than what agents or managers have done for me in the past. Yeah, I which feel I the think same. is, yeah. Yeah. I think the case for a lot of people. Olive Garden, he did not. That would have been nice. But they're sure there to take the checks. You know what I mean, my man? Yeah, they yep. are. I, it's, it's to, I, I just got a new manager, and he's, he's great. And mm-hmm. he's been very proactive in like, um, uh, getting me auditions and whatnot. But I do still feel like you, you have to do most of the networking yourself. I mean, you know? I just am like every opportunity, like good opportunity. I mean, the commercials are different. Like yeah. that, like the only thing I've really right. booked off is like, you know, voice. I do commercials and shit. And it's like, yeah, right. I'm not going to, I mean, you might, but yes, those are the things. But like anything that's a worthwhile job I've gotten has been like, because I literally am friends with a person or I'm yeah. friends of friends or in a project. But I agree with you. I don't really see it as networking as much as it's like, we're all in the same thing, and it's like just the more advanced version of what we did when we were like in Chicago, being yeah. in our little friends' little videos. But now we're in our thirties, so the budgets are bigger, but it's the same. Yeah, it's you know? a really yeah. weird line to walk. Yeah, because there's money being thrown around, but you're also having fun with your friends. Yeah, um, no one should be allowed to do it. We should all be uh, in uh, the mines. Twenty dollar Waffle House gift card. That would be a good gift. Dude, that would be great. There's yeah. a good amount of Waffle Houses out here too, right? Are there? No. No. I don't think so. I'm going to look, man. But I'm pretty sure there's fuck zero. Fuck this city. Fuck this can city. We, can we curse one? Yeah, you can fuck. You, should, you can't say racial slurs. I won't. Okay. 
You, you, don't you, say one, you, man. You, you don't <laughs> don't say one, never. man. I was waiting to see. That was your big test. No, I, I would never. You would never say I so. know you had me on here to really let it rip. I, I, had, I had you on here to fucking... I, this is gotcha journalism. You see the clips I post? You say the wrong fucking thing on this shit? The thing about Michael Jackson? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking... I'm going to tune out in the news your ass. I'm going to use vocal AI to make you say the craziest fucking shit imaginable. I'm gonna end. You know that it's new manager. Like, I want Michael Jackson's dick in my mouth. <laughs> it's like the, I, want, I want and I want Michael Jackson's dick in his mouth and Kid Michael Jackson's and dick in kid my mouth. Yeah, yeah oh, that's a mind boggling. Yeah, yeah. You want well, what do people say to that? Talk about going out in style, and that's a great segue. Better off, Ted, to our topic tonight is going out in style. Uh, and I was when I was thinking of this, I was thinking about how I want to die. But and this is another way you could go out oh, in style. Damn, yeah. You know, like how are you know how are you going to blow up your career? How am I going to blow it up for you? You love this new manager. He's sending you out a lot of stuff. Not after tomorrow, bitch. I'm gonna you're gonna uh, in a clip posted. I'm gonna boost it with money on Instagram. I'm gonna boost the post and DM it to him. Of you saying the craziest shit imaginable. You're gonna be talking about Woody Allen. You're like, but we didn't even mention him. Oh my well, God, Woody. Yeah, fucking Woody. Allen. He's still doing it out in Italy from what I heard. Yeah. Trying to. He made another movie. He made two more movies, I think, post. God, what a bad... He's only motherfucker been canceled twice. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I, like, you're really... He really... It was like, he did it, came back, did it again. Yeah. He, he can't stop the guy. He can't stop the guy. For the same thing, Adam Bomb is my choice, like, one-fourth mile away so I can see it before oh, I die. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That is going out did in style. Did you see Oppenheimer? That one made me think about, like, an atomic bomb death a lot. Yeah. I like quick deaths, but yeah, those those aren't stylish. But that's a good no. quick death. What about Anton Chigurh back of the head cattle gun? No country for old men style. Ooh, that cattle gun! When I saw that cattle gun, I was like, "What is that thing?" Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to. Take I didn't one. know about that. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, "This thing is intense." I'd like to give that one a whirl. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Um, going out in style, I'd probably say if death wise, I always said it's not about the way I die, but I do think it'd be funny if I was naked. Mm-hmm. And my friends and family saw me naked <laughs> when I died. Because I'm not comfortable with my body to, like, whip my penis out and show everybody. That, right. you, you know, I'm not that kind of person. But it would be funny if one everyone show. finally saw me naked when they were <laughs> dead. And they'd be like, Jesus Christ, that's what he looked like naked. <laughs> and so in your mind, it's also like they're, they, they don't accept it. They're like, yeah. it's not like, oh, uh, he should have been more okay with his body. Like, it's okay. It's like, they're like, no, he was right. They're Keep like, that thing like, covered. This is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I uh, like, yeah, I like to, because, you know, you know, the way I, I currently think of it is like, um, it's most likely going to be darkness or, or, all black when I die. So right. I, I'm not going to have any ties to like em- being embarrassed or, you know, show my peener. The one time you can be yourself is the moment before death. <sighs> Write that the fuck that down. Disney? <laughs> That's Disney? That's Seb- Sebastian the Crab, The Little Mermaid, 1997. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what a that's that's a good quote though. Yeah, I mean, someone write that the fuck down. Put it on a, one of those wood signs at Hobby Lobby. We're gonna get that. That's maybe I can put that on a T-shirt and sell merch. <laughs> the only time you can be yourself is right before death. It's a moment before death. It's like Thoreau. Yeah. What does he mean by that's comfortable? Um, like my naked body. Your naked body. Would it be you? I maybe referring to you comfortable in your sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you com- like because did you say you wanted to be comfortable? I want to take a big nap. Oh, I mean, 
uh, sleeping to death is yeah. preferable. If I, I can wanna, get that, I think to be honest, overdose. <laughs> yeah, like, but not one of the like, uh, like, yeah. like morphine. Like, it's like, yes. like a painkiller. Yeah, like a painkiller overdose. Sounds super like, relaxed. Yeah, you're just like, uh, that not fucking exhaust car. No way. Not yeah, what's hang- the deal with that? Is that one uncomfortable? Is that painful? It's not painful because it's just carbon monoxide. So it's like you just slowly fall asleep and yeah. never wake up. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that one? Uh, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> smells like a disgusting <laughs> car. Gooey. I want it to smell like Oreos. <laughs> I'm thinking about becoming a movie director myself. I can't write, but I'll just use AI for the script. That's great. I love to hear that so much because <laughs> I, I think we're putting too much. This The writer's strike is over. I don't want to hear about it anymore. We solved no. it. So use your AI use as AI. much as you want. Cut, cut the line. Cut the middleman. Use AI for the people too. Maybe Have you, can- you uh, used AI at all or like tested it out? I've I've used it a little bit. You know, I've used image generation stuff for work, yeah, and it a- is sick. Like, I'm pretty pro that stuff. I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. To do, like, parts of doing... Because I do, like, a lot of freelance graphic design work, and to do the parts of that that fucking suck, like, yeah. just making a repeating pattern that looks, you know, like looks nice and like has a vinyl record effect yeah. on it or whatever. And it's like, I know if I follow a tutorial, I can do this, but it's... It's just going to get me the same result. Totally. And it's for me, I like truly, I, I think the AI stuff is very overblown because it's like, well, it's still my idea and like mm-hmm. I'm compositing it, you know? Yeah. AI couldn't put this shit together, dude. They couldn't. They couldn't set up the cameras, the lights. They couldn't fix no, the audio. AI, AI can't do shit. Wrap the cords in green. Yes, yeah, so you could green it out with a green screen part. Usually, there's green screen. I told you that. Yeah, you know yeah, this. Well, yeah, You've I seen mean, the clips. You usually have. This is green screen. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing here. Yeah, this is just. I I just want it to look like a dark garage <laughs> that's kind of dirty on the floor. Yeah, I yeah. have no idea what this says. Yeah, well, that's all right. You look all splotchy from CO poisoning too. Yeah, we can't have that. I want to look sexy when I die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking about becoming a movie director. Oh, yeah, the AI. Oh, I actually used AI with a few buddies. We were coming up with, like, sequel plots to Mm -hmm. existing movies. You know, we were, like, 500 Days of Summer. I think the plot they came up with was, like, 500 Days of Winter. So it sucks. Yeah, they're really... The movie synopsis they come up with for sequels was really bad because... They never create new characters. They'll always reuse the right. characters that were in the old one. And if you tell them to kill off a character, that was sometimes they just wouldn't listen. They wouldn't kill someone off. It was really odd. So Did you make two characters have a baby? I'm trying to think if we tried to do that. No, I don't think we tried that. For what I gathered from Joe Rogan is that supposedly when you die, your brain released DMT in your trip for what seems like eternity, which I'm hoping is a good experience. But I wonder if your brain exploded, you wouldn't be able to experience death DMT. So that might be the best way to go in case the trip was going to be bad. <laughs> well, if it's bad, it means you're going to hell. So I think you should. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's what hell is, right? If, mm-hmm. if that is, if it is just DMT, then if you have a bad trip at the end, that means you sinned in life and God is punishing you. <laughs> but Christians and other people too, sure. If you work hard and you and you have Protestant work ethic, you go to heaven on the DMT trip. Have you done DMT? No. Have you? No, I haven't. But I, 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 d- I did see a scary interview about it. I don't know if it was... I don't think it was a, the Rogan interview, but it was like uh, this guy talking about when he did take it, like he hit this really 
freaky place where everything was like really dark and black and he's like it felt like what will happen when you die mm. and it felt very empty and lonely and it scared the shit out of me I was like I really don't want to experience that and I hope that's not death I really hope it's not um, I don't think it is but it, it's well it's heaven or hell it's heaven or, or hell, hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I will go to heaven I, and my my tripping days are behind me. I've only taken acid and shrooms like a couple times, but the last time I took acid, I had this experience where I was like in a room and I like truly was like having problems with my like college girlfriend and I was like, I don't know if I love oh, her. Boy. And I had oh, this experience boy. where like <sighs> my consciousness like shot backwards and I was looking through, it was like I was in my own head looking through my eyes like they were like pinpricks really, really far away. Holy and then I was like sinking deeper and deeper into the abyss. And then I was like, ah! And then I was like, I got to go, I got to go. And it was, oh. it was. That's kind of what yeah, the yeah, description yeah. was like. I, I think that's maybe what ego death is, maybe. Yeah. If you let that happen and you're just like, you literally, the, the self dies. It was terrifying and I like. <laughs> never did it again. I was like, That's, I don't think this is for me. Because I don't think that happens to everyone. But I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't think this... I think if this is what this is, this probably a guy like me should not be taking this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I feared. Yeah. Have you ever tripped at all? Um, yeah, I've done shrooms a bunch. Um, had one bad trip, and that was like an earlier trip. And I, I just kind of... Um, I think that happened because I was inside with some people I didn't know. Yeah, totally. And I think I need to be outside for that. I've done acid once in a small amount, and that was a blast. Yeah. Like, and it was a small. So I think, and I was like drinking. We were all like at a, a, a Palm Springs hangout, and That's we fun. all did a little bit, and it, it was a blast. That seems fun. I've done a little bit of shrooms since, and it's like a little bit, and you're just like, I feel crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like never, you're never seeing crazy stuff. I was going to weird places on acid, but then we smoked all of our pot, and that helps. See, pot doesn't, and it always made me feel crazier. Yeah. These days, these days are behind me. I, you know, what the DMT question is like. I don't think I'm ever gonna do another new drug. Like I think I've crossed all the ones I'm interested in. I'm not gonna do. Uh, I'm not going to do heroin, probably. I'm not going to do... Mm, I'd, do, I'd drink opium. Like, I'd take opium. Do you drink opium? You can I make opium don't... tea. Ooh, wow. But you can also smoke it, like, in the, like, 1890s, like, I'm a Victorian gentleman, like, on a bunch of pillows, like... Yeah, that's not, that's what I have in my head. I'd love opium, to do that. like in the den. A den. I'd love to go to a straight-up opium den. Yeah. That would be awesome. Pillows, like... Just anywhere with a ton of pillows, and I can just relax. And Sounds nice. That's what parties should be. What's the problem? If there were places like that for maybe heroin, maybe it would be a lot safer. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think heroin could be a recreational drug. If, if we, we did it right, and not right Europe heroin. does. I know the drugs that help. I don't need another drug. I feel the same way. I know the drugs. I know the good drugs for me and the bad drugs. Beers, you know it, brother. That's the best drug all. Beers, my favorite drug. Yeah, yeah. I take that for anxiety. I'll, I'll take ten. <laughs> I'll drink ten of those a day, no problem. Um, one I haven't tried that I I've been kind of curious about lately because people talk about it so much is uh, ketamine. Ketamine is chill. Have you done? Ketamine? I have. I have. Yeah, it's like it's crazy because you're like it. It is it when you you're, it's like less crazy than like drinking a bunch of beers or getting really high or even doing a bunch of coke it's kind of just like whatever oh, you nice. can take a lot and Damn. you really dissociate and you like I, I was you know the bar footsies 
No. It's like a, a bar in Highland Park. But I was one time there, and I like it was the only time I've done like a little too much ketamine. And I was like, it's like a disassociative, so you kind of like don't know like what's going on oh, a little. Wow. You're like, whoa. And I was just in this bar, and I was like, oh man, like I don't know what's going on, and that was fucked up. But yeah, is it a, does it start to feel a little bit like a alcohol blackout or kinda? It's a little. It's it feels to me almost like what. Um, uh, like as a kid, drugs are explained to you as like you're like whoa, like you're like like literally like yeah. like without the visual part, but just like like it's kind of that vibe. It doesn't really do anything to your vision other than you're like kind of feel slow. You should get really into it, man. I will get really into okay. it. Okay, I hope uh, I sold it well. To you that. did. Yeah. I mean, you sold it. It sounds like the, like an optimal drug to take. You said it was like kind of not as. Intense as even like uh, like a bunch of alcohol or weed. I think it's not even as intense as Molly. Like I really, you don't. There's really no hangover. I mean, if you take a bunch of it, like anything, but if you take some, you're like, I don't know, it's just kind of fun. Yeah. I get why uh, British people love it so so much. Doesn't last that long. Lasts like an hour or two. You know. Yeah. It's great. An hour or two. Yeah, what, it's not bad. After it's done, are you like uh, back to normal? Like, hey, I'm gonna get some work done. <laughs> You know, I've never taken it like at ten in the morning and then been like, "All right, that was fun." Yeah, it was fun. I'm gonna get down to business now. I've, I've only <laughs> Do my take, ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people use it as therapy too. You know, yeah. like ketamine therapy. So it's so it's actually good for you. Yeah, so you therapy. can operate on it if you, if you really like want to operate on a person. No, uh, oh, no. you just like operate in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it a pill? Or a powder. What I've thought in my mind, if I had to say what I think ketamine is, it sounds uh -huh. like a yellow liquid, like piss. <laughs> I don't know why. I get that. What is it? Uh, it's just powder, huh. or, or in pills. Oh, okay. It's just like it's it's a it's uh it's like a tranquilizer basically. Oh, it was no. originally a tranquilizer that like vets used. Wow. Now guys can use it, and girls, anyone can use it. Damn. And if you're British, you're addicted Sorry, to vets. it. Sorry, vets. You ever get nitrous at the dentist? Yes. I also, that's a drug I, I like. You ever taken a nitrous balloon? Yes. Those are fun. Those are fun. I really like those. God. We were, this is kind of becoming Joe Rogan. We're just kind of talking about drugs. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we'll, I like, we'll, we'll move away. Well, no, no, no. In no a little, let's finish. Let's in a little bit. Let's clean this up. I like nitrous. It's fun. I do too. That's one you do, and like you do it too much. The next day, you're like, I do feel like way like something happened. Like I'm dumb now. Is that because I've never done enough of it? You know, I've done whippets. I've been to the dentist. I've never done enough to experience like the hangover of it. <laughs> You just like it's not. It's again. It's way w less bad than alcohol or even like a weed. Like when you're just tired and you smoked a lot of weed. Oh, nice. it, it's it's you're. It kind of gives you have a headache and you like feel stupid as fuck. Joe Rogan doesn't take questions from the chat, and that is that is the one difference between this program and Joe Rogan. Touche. We do not. We or we do take questions from the chat. Yeah, That's there's incredible. more community to this, which yeah. I love. Yeah, Joe Rogan has no community. Have you seen uh, these people in the chat? Have you? Are these people you've chatted with before? I, I recognize like better off Ted. I recognize Maltar Ben because he's a coward. Because he's a coward. You're goddamn right. <laughs> you got. He doesn't even have a Discord, man. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Patreon's amazing. Is that how he makes his money? No, he just makes a billion dollars from Spotify. Yeah, what's right? his? Is it just? Yeah, I think it's he. He gets like his contract with Spotify is like. 
un, an ungodly Damn. amount of money. Yeah. Doesn't he live in Austin now too yeah. or something? He has his own comedy club for like, so you can say whatever the hell you want. No like way. It, it is literally like, it's like, this is a safe place to say whatever the hell you want. Like Tim Dillon goes there all the time. Oh Not my funny. God. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. Do you, uh, uh, are you going to live in LA, you think, your whole life or? You know, I'll tell you what, man. I fuck with it. Yeah. I got I to gotta be real. Everyone says, oh, it sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody wants that shit on L.A. Guess what, dude? And this is for you at home. Maybe, I don't know where the fuck you are. Listen you're up. in fucking New Jersey. You're in fucking Kansas. Guess what? L.A., it's fucking paradise. It's nice outside. There's palm trees. You got room to run around. Yep. It's dry. It's dry, which yeah. for me, I like. I do we, too. Gr- we grew up in an area... Humid. It's humid as hell. Humid as hell. I don't miss that. Yeah. Illinois. I lived in Chicago for five years. Jesse lived in Chicago too. Fuck Illinois. Another humid place. Yeah. It, no, it's, I think. Less bad than. It's hard because when you go to other states and you tell people about Los Angeles, they try to like give you reasons why it sucks out yeah. there. Or they try to just like uh, attack you about living there or saying it sucks before yeah. you get the chance to like really defend it or, or argue for it. Um, it's really sweet though. There's a lot of outdoor stuff to do. Yeah, I, I love mean, that. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's nice to not have to, you know, change your clothing throughout the year. Um, it is. Because, I mean, it gets a little cooler, but. Sunglasses 24 yeah, 7, right. my man. All I see from Cali is constant stories about crime. That is the biggest, like, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I've grown, I've only lived in major cities my whole life. It is the exact same as any other city, which is like, yeah, there's crime because it's a population-dense yeah. place. Like, I think it's so, it's so crazy, the crime shit. The way, the, the, and it's like, have you noticed this? It's more like car crime than any city that I mean in. that like, well car crime. you are like, gonna get your fuck, your catalytic converter is gonna get fucking yeah. shit taken that is true yeah yeah my it's a car city baby yeah did you get yours taken no but I've had I've heard from multiple people yeah. Like, yeah my car got taken last week it it showed back up though a few streets down like they'll like find it like a few days later that's so crazy Los Angeles would be great if it wasn't in California fuck y'all to be fair I just watch a guy in LA who listens to police scanners for hours that's fun that is fun. You do that in any city. Like, Chicago, it's like, yeah, there's parts of Chicago and parts of D.C., parts of New York, all these places. Like, yeah, I probably wouldn't go there, you know? But yeah. that's, like, also many parts of, like, the American South. So shut the fuck up. Is yeah, the cost of the living super high there? Extremely of high. It I is. pay a fucking premium and I'll never own a house, but I get to live where the Drew Barrymore show films. Yeah, right? Motherfucker. We are in the city where Drew Barrymore's show takes place. Yep. And that's why I moved here. That's why I moved here to one day just be in the audience. Uh, uh, that's every actor's dream. That's every actor's dream. Well, here's the follow-up question, though. Would you live here if you weren't in the... Uh, city of Drew Barrymore. In the city of Drew Barrymore. If you weren't in the of business of Drew Barry, that Drew Barrymore's in. Of course in. not. Of course not. But I, I, were you really going to ask would I live here if I wasn't acting? Yeah. Or, um... Because I don't, because to be honest, probably not. no. <laughs> God damn it, probably not. I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably be in Cleveland. I mean, they'd probably like be, I would probably live basically any fucking where else. I'd live in one of those great up and coming American cities. I don't know where it would. I'd probably uh, never, yeah, Rockford, Illinois is always in the run. Yeah. Most assaults per capita. Yeah. They're proud of that too, right? As, as, as people, uh, Slapping each other. Yeah, a lot of slaps. That stuff. A lot of slaps in Rockford. And it's a crime. It's, like duel. it's duels. Yeah, get that back out of here. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's it's yeah, a lot of back slaps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> That's Philly too. It's not like crazy. Like it's not like nothing. It's, it's no just like, death. It's just a lot it's, of no. It's just a lot of hard, fights. Hard slaps. It's just hard slaps. Assault gets a, such a, assault gets such a bad rap, but it helps solve conflict. You know. Um, yeah, you know, I'm totally. not going to say that, but I like I <laughs> so, like that you're saying it. Totally. We, I, I, I uh, like that you're saying it. I got it excited there. that there was another comment. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah Give yeah. them that. I like to, <laughs> I mean, what I, this is a battleground of ideas, you know? Much of like course. the Republican National Convention, like we take it all sides. So you wouldn't live in, L- you, if you weren't in this, you wouldn't live if, in If I wasn't, no, I, yeah. I had legalized three students. <laughs> 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 They're trying to make... <laughs> I would love to see a Tucker Carlson thing where it's like they're trying to cancel the three stooges. <laughs> Can three, you imagine? Three, three incredible white immigrants Dude. doing their best. Can you imagine the conservative uproar about upon canceling the three stooges? First, they took the three stooges and I said nothing. Let them out of jail. Let, Let our stooges out. Out of jail. Especially Mo. Mo. Love that. Crazy bastard. He was a crazy bastard. Yeah, Mo, Mo? Was, Mo was crazy. But he was mean. He was the mean. mean. Wasn't he the bull cut one? He was Am holding I it all together, doing? though. Yeah, he was. He's a leader, oddly enough. Where, like, Curly is, is such a, I mean, such a, I mean, we love him, but he's, you know, he's basically the dumbest guy you've ever he's seen in your whole life. Idiot, There's something yeah. seriously fucking wrong with him mentally. Yeah. Mentally. Yeah. And then, but then Larry. What was Larry's deal? I don't remember him enough to... Just cool. Larry was cool. He was just he was even the... keeled. You know, he's hold, he, maybe he's actually holding it all together. Yeah, right. He's like the unsung hero. He's yeah. the real leader while he's letting Mo have his, have his time. Yeah, like Biden and Kamala Harris. Yeah, we all know Kamala's yeah, running Kamala's the Kamala's running the shots. Uh, Rest in piss, Curly. Rest in piss, Curly. Well, there was like another one too, right? Shemp. Shemp. All the old guys t- say that he was he was a legend before he died. Yeah, he was a pedophile though. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I had to get rid of him. Yeah. I got a um, crazy story. I don't know if this is um, appropriate, but my dad last like I was home like visiting Maryland like a year and a half ago, and my dad. I was chilling with him in the living room, like, watching TV, and he's like, Jess, you won't believe this. You know my friend Gary, you know, that has been my best friend since I was five. He uh, just got caught touching his granddaughter. And he's in jail. He's in pri- he went to prison for the rest of his life. And he was like, I was shocked. I was like, you had no idea? He was like, no. Never, never knew, never could tell he was into that sort of thing. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is really, really crazy. Yeah. That does make you make you feel insane, where you're like, yeah. uh, like you're like, I is there something like I would go for me? I would be like, is am I? What did I miss? How did yeah. I not see? Right? It, it, it like that's the thing. It's like, can you trust anyone? You know, if yeah. you were so sure about someone, um, can how do you know? How can you trust anyone fully? And they, they were like active best friends forever, yeah. and now he's yeah. in jail. Do you still talk to him in jail or no, no? No, you can't really talk to a guy once he's that's no, sort of one of those no. things like he's out. Sorry. Yeah, out, Busta. Yeah, sorry to kill the mood. Yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, you know, I mean, I my, I was licking my chops because like I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking clip this. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna send this to your fucking dad. I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> He'd be so pissed. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he would. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna would. make this go so fucking viral because I'm gonna make it. I'm going to cut in the uh, Michael Jackson stuff so it makes it seem like you. So th- many pedophile. What talks, you think? Right? You think what uh, Gary did was good? <laughs> oh fuck. Sorry, man. 
Matt Besser. Luckily, yeah. he's not a pedophile. I need to make sure to uh, uh, include some other topics besides yeah, the let's pedophile do that. topics. Yeah, like, any pithy anecdotes? We, we've done a lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, I like that stuff. Going out in style, yeah. Going that was out the theme. in style. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Gary did not go out in style. I, I was going to say this when you initially brought out the theme. No, Gary did not go out in style. <laughs> when you brought up the theme earlier, I was like, my style, I, I dress all right now, but my style, I look back on old photos of myself, man, and I'm so embarrassed by how I dressed, even into my, like, mid-20s. Mm. It was just a, a bunch of ill-fitting, like, baggy clothes, not baggy in a cool way. Right. Um, I'm just really embarrassed by what I was doing then. Was it because, because this is what I did, it's, I... It's uh, it's called 2010 for white people. That was it was a low point for white people. In yeah, 2010. and that's around where I'm talking. You watch you watch like New Girl, and you're like, oh, everyone's dressed like shit. Yeah, They're, that's true. All the women are dressed in weird little like 50 sundresses, and all the men are just wearing like t- t-shirts and jeans. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, bad. That's a no, good I point. think laggy haggy. I think that's a really apt. App thing. I uh, For me, it was because I was going to thrift stores and getting cool clothes, but what that meant is I was getting a bunch of clothes that were cheap and didn't fit me. Yeah. And I think that was a big reason I kind of always looked like shit. Do, have you... Are you still a thrifter and you just, like, know you, to look for... Try on clothes and look for your good... Like, a good size? You know what? I think, to be honest, minus, like, the staples, like, jeans, pants, but, like, shirts, honestly, Instagram... Yeah. I got to tell you, man, what, however you feel about them taking your data, guess what? <laughs> They're actually showing you it some pretty... Works. Guess what? They're actually... You have to walk into Target and get the dumbest clothes in the whole fucking world. Uh. Nowadays, you're getting a thing that is literally exactly your style. It fucking reads you like the fucking FBI, and you're getting some cool shit. Dan, shut the fuck up. I'm looking yeah, right. Dan went in on you. Shut up, dude. This shirt doesn't look cool Your style it. right now reminds me of... Uh, Shia LaBeouf style. Really? Yeah, and he has good style. I mean, I know he's uh, like canceled right now, but style-wise, that guy Thanks, knows how to dress, and you definitely got that going on. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're no problem. You look good too, man. I mean, thanks. I'm going for uh, clown, <laughs> clown in his spare time. I like. I, I I've been wanting some blue jeans again. Those yeah. are some good fitting jeans. I like the light ones. Yeah, they're nice. Yeah, I'm usually good. wearing black. The way you act around women reminds me of Shia, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, does he do bad stuff? I don't really know. Uh, I don't know. He, uh, he did some he, bad stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. Physically abused his ex-girlfriend and emotionally like manipulated her. But also, I think in getting ready for uh, one of his roles, he like killed a dog. Really? Yeah. I no, was okay. I knew. Me, don't I knew the about the other thing, stuff. I was kidding. Stuff, that, I didn't know about the dog thing. I think the dog. It was like a. I forget the role. He was like in a gang. It's <laughs> for Transformers like too. Yeah, it was for Transformers T T two. He killed a few dogs for that one. I think it was Cause, something because Bumblebee kills dogs in it, so he was trying to get the character. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> it made T two one of the best Transformers movies, though. You know. Yeah. It worked. I could see it in his eyes. He was really sad the whole time. Where are we located, D.C.? No, I grew up in D.C. originally, but I just... So I keep the phone number from D.C. out of respect. But... Oh, nice. You still got it. Is well, it 313? 202. 202. Um, Batman does kill, like, a bunch of dogs in the Dark Knight. Oh, that is shit. Definitely does, he re- does he, like, bash them together? Is that Arnold Schwarzenegger in a different movie? He doesn't... 
I think in the very beginning with Joker. Yeah, I mean, Joker. He kills a bunch then. I think so, yeah. So is he? who's good, really, you know? But yeah, no, I just picked a 202 number out of respect. We're in Los Angeles. City of dreams. 202 is a cool one. They are tossed off camera, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's better. You wouldn't do that now. Man, I, uh, I saw the movie <laughs> The Creator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, from the makers of Rogue One, right? Yes, the producers. It's the same director, I think. Director, yeah. And John David Washington's in it. They're a lot of, like, almost doing really bad violence to animals a lot. Really? Like, they never do it, but a guy holds a gun up to a dog's head. Holy shit. Like, for a little, and you're like. And is it a real dog? They didn't, like. Yeah, yes. It's shit. even, I mean, maybe it was CGI. And then a dog, like, takes a grenade, and then, like, it like, looks like the dog blew up, but then it doesn't, but you're like. Okay, like, I don't really like this. <laughs> the threat of it. Yeah, we're They're like, Angeles. you can't get us for this. We didn't quite We didn't do it. We didn't shoot the dog in the head. Execution dog. Here's my thing with it. John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son, right? Yeah. Does not have it. I only saw him in, what was the movie he was in a few years ago? It Tenet? Was... Black Klansman. Yeah, Black Klansman. And he was all right He's in all that right. one. But uh, does he, he doesn't play, huh? He's not his dad. <sighs> They want him to be... It's not that he's a bad actor, but that's a movie where it's like an I Am Legend kind of thing where it's like, it's him. Like, it's like, it's him and a kid the entire time. Like, you gotta have fucking... Yeah. I'm not... Like, even if you're a good actor, you gotta have the fucking sauce. You gotta have chops. You literally could be on screen that mm -hmm. long, big IMAX screen. For me to look at you for that long, brother, you gotta be Brad Pitt. You gotta be Will Smith. Yeah. You gotta be John David Washington. He does not have it, He doesn't bro. have the juice. What's the plot context for the dog's head? A guy is holding a gun to a dog's head to make a little girl tell him where a secret base is. It was pretty dark. Oh, wow. It was sort of a... They were doing sort of like a Vietnam War rehashing thing in Creator. Oh, that's fun. I, I like Vietnam stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was a fucked up war, but... I do too. Full Metal Jacket, lightning one of my and a, yeah, no one can. Yeah, no one can. No Denzel's, one, Denzel has the most natural charisma. I mean, we're talking about a guy you want to watch. You yeah, know? he's... I mean, come on. Have you seen Deja Vu? No. It's like a... It's kind of a time travel movie. Denzel's the lead, and it's... Dude, it's definitely worth it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's I kind of it got buried coming out. Yeah, it's you wouldn't think it's kind of a just a title you would skip on like a streaming service, but yeah. Yeah. It's it's good. It's uh the way they do time travel is pretty cool. Essentially, um do you want me to tell you or it's okay, I yeah. can briefly say it? Yeah, please. Uh yeah, essentially they find a way to uh watch things in the past and eventually communicate with people through that device. It's like a satellite because light travels, things traveling at the speed of light it has something to do with like, oh, they, if they reflect something far enough into space like a satellite, they can see a few days earlier mm. on Earth and then they eventually used it to contact them and I probably explained that horribly. Anything with dent, yeah. True. Yeah, I agreed. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Dude, training that, day was insane. Training day. Training day, the uh, you can go visit the house that he's that he leaves um, Ethan Hawke in. It's in the Echo Park, really like cul-de-sac. Yeah, I've been by it. Was it a trap house he left? In? I can't remember. Yeah, he left him in. Yeah, he left him in. Like they're gonna like kill him, basically. Yeah. yeah. I like Training Day. What's the What's the hate of Training Day? It's a good movie. What would you a guys tell yourselves a few days ago? <sighs> Laugh more. <laughs> Laugh. Why? More. Are you serious? Just, you know, I think 
there's so there's so much pain in this world. Yeah, you're right. And I and I and I anything I can do to make that. And you know what? Furthermore, yeah. make this audience laugh more. Yeah, too. I, yeah, I would go back. I would strictly visit all their houses and just <laughs> tell them to laugh more. Hey, hey, hey I'm going to be on this show in two days. You got to know. <laughs> I tell them I think. Uh, I'm going to be talking about a lot of pedophile stuff. <laughs> a lot of pedophile stuff, but you need to laugh more, buddy. Jesse Kendall, Pedophile Supercut 2023. That's the YouTube video that's coming yeah, out I'm tomorrow. Gonna yeah, I'm going to put that on my casting list. <laughs> Gary's not going to be pleased. Uh, would you play, here I go again, but would you play, have you seen The Lovely Bones? Stanley mm-hmm. Tucci plays a pedophile. Yes. Or yeah, a, yeah. a pedophile I know, killer. I, I, know that, I know the plot. I've never seen it. Yeah. Would I play a pedophile? Yes. In like a movie where the lead playing opposite you is like J-Law or like Ben Affleck. So it's a big movie. <sighs> You know what the craziest part is? The answer is, it really depends on the type of pedophile he is. Yeah. There's a lot of different types. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I'm not going to go into specifics of what, what puts maybe on one side or the other, but I, but I, but I do think it really, like, because I think love the Lovely Bones pedophile, it's like, well, that's a juicy role for Mr. Tucci. I imagine. Yes, it was. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's completely prosthetic doubt too yeah like you can barely tell it yeah. yeah so that's completely different than like luke will only play a swag i'll play a swaggy ass pedophile <laughs> I, i'll play like absolutely yeah i won't play the pedophile also has to be rich <laughs> can't be poor pedophile has to be loaded epstein i mean out. it's like i'd play epstein easy yeah. i'd fucking crush that shit and i'd really get to the bottom of it yeah epstein's like a ted bundy role you know ryan it's reynolds like, is a pedophile and waiting I haven't wow. seen Waiting since it was on Comedy Central 20 years ago. I've never seen it. My All roommate's I remember... cousin is in it. He, he's the one that scratches it. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, right. wait, wait, what does he tell do? everyone that. <laughs> um, what do, who is he playing it? He scratches his dandruff off his head into people's food, apparently. That's his like scene or role. Damn. Pretty mild. And back in the early aughts, if you booked that role, you could live off that. You could buy yeah. a house. So that's what the strike is all about. You could be guy who pull, who does dandruff into the food and make you could buy you could seriously you could buy a house. Need Jesse to come to my band rehearsal and play keys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Do you play keys? Just chords. No. 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 I, I mean, I'm relatively musical. Like, I, I love singing, and I grew up, like, in choir. And I also did. Really? Yeah. I was in choir all Were through Were you a bass? School. Yeah. I was a beautiful... Until my voice changed, I was a beautiful boy soprano. <sighs> like, I would do, like... So I was in, like, a professional Holy choir. Shit. Like, a beautiful... I, I was a beautiful boy soprano. There's no way around it. Uh, and then my voice dropped, I'm a, and I was a bass... But I never... I never... I'm all right now. I, I lost something. Well, did it? I would be. So, were you sad because of that? Kinda, because I, I, I literally, I literally could naturally sing without thinking about it perfectly. Yeah. And then I lost. And then I, my voice changed, and I was like, I, I have to like think about it. That's and like, such yeah. a bummer. Yeah. We had a. There was a kid who went to like middle through high school with me. His name was Marcus, and dude, he sang. Like exactly like Michael Jackson, like register was perfect. Crazy. Exactly what you're describing. Like didn't have to think about it. It was yeah. so rich and like you just sing that way. It, yeah, and it yeah. was a pleasure to hear him. And yeah. when his voice changed, he was deep bass. Um, 
he was in choir with me, but it just wasn't the same. Like, he, yeah. he couldn't sing a solo and everyone would, like, drop what they were doing. I was in a boys' choir for a while until I got kissed on the lips Holy by the priest shit. conductor. It we, all comes back to it. We tried to get you know, away. We really tried, man. He said Michael Jackson. I wasn't even going to pick up on that. Yeah, no, My we question were, was we going to be what, 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 which, what, which Michael Jackson, but I was just going to let it slide. <laughs> yeah, right? Here yeah. we go. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that this we're talking pedophile about pedophiles because of me. This is my fault. Yeah, I never talk about this stuff. I I, bet this you is a don't. very Christian show. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've watched all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that is the thing. I send a big, I mail every guest. Uh, hard drive with every is i mean at this point dozens of hours of footage there's a lot of homework like a hundred hours probably it was it was a lot i didn't finish but i I got through like 60 percent yeah and you can watch it on double time you know so that cuts it down like podcasts but i i figured that one out too late tugboat commander what why did he kiss you on the lips was it like i mean obviously it wasn't normal if you quit but i I would like to know a little bit more about the situation and we'll wait for it. I am too. This, I'm intrigued as well. My guess is going to be they were such a good singer that that priest slash conductor couldn't resist. I had a really good voice and he was happy about my performance. <laughs> Sorry, it seems like what you were about to say. Yeah. Ah, what a great show. Yeah, yeah see, that's mild. That seems yeah. very Martin Short-esque. What yeah, you, I don't think What I would... you just did. I would, if it was like that, I wouldn't mind it. But I really think it really depends on what kind of kiss. It was it wet. I mean, was the kiss wet? I guess is one big question about it. A wet pedophile's kiss, dude. My uh, so my nana, it wasn't. Thank God. Thank God. I mean, not cool that he kissed you. They yeah. kissed you on the lips, whoever it was. But um, my nana gives lip kisses. <sighs> she's English. She's British, or whatever you want to call it. Um, so I guess it's more common. But yeah. my brother and I like. Uh, we get so uh, anxious when we know we're going to like a family gathering <laughs> where Nana's going to be there because we have to give her these wet lip kisses at the start and end of the night, you know? It's, and she makes them wet. It's not... Really? Yeah, it's It gross. feels like a real... Ki- real Because a- my girlfriend's family, they'll do a little... Like, oh, really? Cheek, you are, know? They, are they European? No, or? I think they just, you know... They, I don't know. They just do that. That's and cool. I, and I never know how to do it, though. I always feel yeah. a little bit... Like, I always feel a little out of my element. We got a call coming in, man. You ready for this? Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Hello, hey, caller. Hey, it's Jim. It's Tugboat Commander. Tugboat Jim from Maryland. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, Tugboat Oh, good. How are you doing? We're good. <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, I mean... Yeah, what what happened was was it was really one of the more more surreal episodes in my life. It was I I was a, I was ten years old mm-hmm. at a oh, Lutheran young. Uh, yeah elementary school, and they brought in for whatever reason a Catholic priest to try to organize a boys' choir at the school. I, I you know I genuinely could not explain all of the reasonings behind this uh this cross ecumenical uh <laughs> offer you know uh mm-hmm. effort but uh but yeah no i you know before my, you know well you know well before my voice broke you know i had a you know had a had a you know lovely singing voice and uh um you know they, you know i remember the you know the priest was you know was, you know was a very friendly guy but uh you know i you know i you know he had me 
you know, sing this, you know, solo spontaneously. And, you know, he was so, he was so moved by it. He kissed me on the lips and I remember he had toilet breath. Um, but that was it. That was as far as it went, but you know, it wasn't long before. You said he had toilet breath? Oh yeah. 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 That was the, that was my most vivid memory of this experience was, uh, Oh, that was, that was beautiful, Tim. Oh, smooch. And, uh, and I just remember, Oh God, fuck. (laughs) You know, um, you know, it was, you know, I, I remember it was just being, you know, just kind of vaguely inappropriate move. Yeah. And I never told anybody, never until this moment, (laughs) you know, uh, but of course, you know, the guy, you know, the guy was gone by the end of the end of the year, but, uh, you know, um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's just one of the strange, uh, you know, just uh, in retro, in retrospect, just one of the, uh, uh, you know, odd odd things that I that I recall from my childhood. <laughs> did, did he did he kiss anyone else, or are you like the solo kiss recipient? No. Yeah. No, I I'm the only person I know of who you know. Yeah. You know who was kissed by him? I I, I remember you know during the during the tryouts you know uh, my bully during that time was, you know, he, you know, the guy just, you know, rejected him straight out and again, you know, the bully's like, ah, I really wanted to join and you know, left, the, left the room. And, you know, it was me and some other, you know, some other people, with, you know, with, with, you know, with decent voices and, you know, you know, conduct that and, you know, uh, he would, you know, lead us in, in various songs and yeah, I, I, but I have no, you know, no memory of him, uh, you know, treating, uh, treating other people like that. Um, did, and then, did you quit? Yeah. Right? And then, then I went on to That's go to. Go ahead. Yeah, huh? What did you say? Oh, I was going to ask, did you quit out yeah. when that happened? Or did you like. Kind of, did you no, quit? no. Yeah. No. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those, you know, you're, you're too young to kind of process yeah, that right, kind right. of thing. And it's just like, you know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of, that was kind of weird. But, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the, the you know, the, the, the school itself was this kind of weird small time it was actually a lutheran school Mm -hmm. in a very majority catholic area Mm -hmm. um which actually turned out to unfortunately you know be a nexus of the catholic uh you know child abuse scandals uh that out about 10 years later i went on to attend a catholic school uh in the area where for one year the principal uh was a real weirdo. You know, I, I was at least old enough to understand at that point what was going on. For one year, the principal was uh, an absolute creep who I just, I, I would just pass by him in the hallway and the guy was just like, he had his arm around the waist of female students, a sophomore, you know, 15, 16 years old. And he would just like, he had this predatory expression and it was Ugh. just... Uh, yeah, um, he, he, he just you know, uh, you know, Connecticut. This was this was in western Western Connecticut. This was in the archdiocese. Yeah, that eventually, you know, um, you know, the archbishop of the area eventually was implicated in you know all the scandals with uh, you know hiding and moving, um, you know, molesting priests and such. You know, um, you know, yeah. I know I'm getting way off point here for the topic, but uh, you know. No, it's just, no. I mean, um, this is Jesse wanted to talk about pedophilia, <laughs> so I'm really glad you called. Yeah, me. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for I, honoring the theme I pick. 
Um, I'm so sorry. That, I, I, that, that fucking sucks. No, no, no. The thing that has saved me throughout my entire life is that I am ugly as a fist. And, you know, um, so, you know, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, my, whatever my other qualities, the priest stayed, you know, stayed away from me for that. But, um, but it's, it's just been, you know, yeah. Um, I mean, what was interesting about the Catholic high school I attended was otherwise, in, in all other respects, the teachers I had there were, you know, uh, you know, very interesting, very, you know, very left wing liberation theology types, types of Catholics. And you, you could tell there was a real friction between them and, um, you know, at, at the time, the bishop later, you know, elevated to archbishop and cardinal and then implicated in the, you know, and all that. But um, but the teachers at least had a certain amount of uh, freedom to, you know, uh, to actually, um, you know, instruct people on, you know, <laughs> the realities of of the situation. So, you know, you get, you go to school every day in a, in a, you know, place where it has posters like pray the rosary to end abortion and stuff. But then, you know, you go into these actual classrooms and they're showing you, uh, you know, movies and videos about, you know, all the, you know, the fuckery in South Africa, the desaparecidos and, you know, uh, you know, in Argentina and, you know, Archbishop Romero and things and, you know, and actually teaching, you know, teaching about the, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the realities of, of politics. So, so it's just a really interesting tension in my life and actually just, you know, again, I, I mean, you know, I mentioned this before, just a really formative uh, experience in my life, finding out about the, you know, these kind of, kind of things. And, uh, um, you know, really, really much more educational in, in ways that the, uh, the actual curriculum wasn't, um, well, that's what's crazy about Catholics is there is that part of the Catholic. Are you Catholic, Jesse? I uh, grew up. Grew up but Catholic? Yeah, I don't practice at all mm-hmm. anymore. It's Well, because there's like that side of Catholicism that's like lefty, like super pro-union, like United mm-hmm. Workers of the World Catholics, yeah. which, are, which is like an interesting part that I think still exists, but like feels like less of the, you know, not really talking about that as much as the pedophile stuff these days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you go to Catholic school? No, luckily not. I went yeah. to public school in Maryland, and uh, I had some friends who went to Catholic. It's always, it seemed, I mean, it sucks, first of all, because you, you had to dress up for, like, Catholic school and whatnot. Yeah. But, like, there were certain Catholics who I played, like, sports with who did this thing called Young Life. You ever hear about that? It, it sounded, honestly, it sounded mm-hmm. fun because it was like kind of like a summer campy kind of vibe. And uh-huh. um, that was probably the only positive of Catholicism that existed like plus Catholic music um, Catholic music kind of sucked like the yeah. church the music at church was bogus yeah Shit. it sucked were you talk about the matter, were you Catholic or were you just like is it a classic oh no good schools in the area so you went there vibe yeah, no, no. My my family was uh, was Lutheran through and through, but um, there were really no other options in the area. It was very you know pretty heavily Catholic area of Connecticut. Um, there was only a Lutheran elementary school, which was frankly pretty terrible, <laughs> and you know the Catholic high school, which was you know like I mentioned, it has a you know had some great teachers uh, in in it um, that I really uh, that I really respected. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think, you know, being, being educated outside of the tradition in which you were raised was like, you know, despite the expectations of my parents, uh, really formative and, you know, helping to, 
you know, foment uh, skepticism, you know, that, yeah. towards, you know, towards religion in general, you know, um, you know, as, uh, you know, as, as a Lutheran raised to kind of be like, oh, Catholics, they kind of believe weird things. And then I was, you know, educated among Catholics and I was like, okay, that's their perspective. And now I, you know, recognize why, you know, the, you know, thinking about the reasons why I rejected that also led me to realize the reason. I rejected the Lutheranism of my, my youth. And so, you know, um, you know, just being, being exposed to, you know, a wide variety of perspectives, especially with, you know, teachers who weren't, you know, trying to particularly force any, you know, theological perspective down your throats was, uh, you know, was very interesting. How much, uh, um, did, you know, how much did the priest, uh, breath smelling like piss and shit make you question Catholicism in that moment? Um, you know, it, it, it's odd because, you know, being surrounded by people like, you know, who were raised among that mm-hmm. didn't, you know, it, it, it gets, you know, kind of normalized. People don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do remember is the, uh, you know, bishop slash archbishop slash later cardinal who covered up for that. Uh, he visited our school once and the school administration was like, Oh, you've got to stand up when he enters your classroom. And I remember he entered my classroom once it, during a religion class. Nobody stood up mm-hmm. and nobody mentioned it. Nobody ever mentioned it again. Um, you know, and it was, ju- you know, and it just, and I just kind of thought about that and, you know, it just makes you kind of think of kind of the, the subtle ways that, you know, uh, you know, people kind of deal with these and either normalize them right. or incorporate them or re- reject them, you know, you know, you, you, you know, the human mind is you take in what, you know, you take in what jibes with your experience and what, uh, you know, yeah. makes sense to you and you kind of reject the rest and, you know, and, and it was, you know, just just kind of an interesting experience that it was that that was, you know, even in that environment, kind of normalized. You know, it was just like, uh, you know, you take, you know, you t- you internal you internalize that, and you know, you do what kind of makes the most sense to you based on, based on what well, what matters. So you know, there were no consequences. It is wild, like, I think about this often, because as an adult, like, and I know this isn't everyone's experience, but, like, generally, I think adults, like, I am, maybe we're not, have all exactly the same beliefs, but I am basically surrounded nonstop by people with the same values as me. And, like, as a kid, Mm -hmm. that's just Mm -hmm. so not true. Like, there were kids, I went to Mm -hmm. Episcopalian all-boys school, which is kind of like Catholic slate, and there were just kids that were, like, extremely fundamentalist, Mm -hmm. anti-abortionist, and it's like, Yes, there's people certainly, mm-hmm. I'm sure, around me in, like, a public setting, but I don't come into sort of any, like, contact with them, you yeah. know? And it's such a mm-hmm. weird thing about that as a kid, you're like you're saying, Tugboat, is you, like, have to kind of look yeah. at all this shit and go, like, do I agree with that? Do I agree with that? And you kind of just, like, yeah. pick out these things until you've reached adulthood, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, the the social pressures behind that are, are just uh, in, in, incredible too. You know, I mean, you know, before I really dealt with the fact that I was queer, I, you know, mm-hmm. would just, you know, you know, go with, you know, go with the flow with homophobic jokes and yeah. things like that, and 
you know, so, uh, and that, that made me realize, you know, you can't necessarily take other people at their face value when they say these things. Right. So, you know, they're, ju- they're just doing what they do, you know, they think they need to do to get along. Yeah. So, um, you know, it just makes you more em- empathetic and mm-hmm. I, you know, I, and again, you're just kind of less, less confrontational, hopefully, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Um, knowing when to choose, when to speak up or whether to like think more yeah. about where the person's coming from and be like, yeah, th- their intentions mm-hmm. good. Yeah. They may have said that wrong, but I'm going to like let it pass right now. Right. I feel mm-hmm. like I have a lot of those around mm-hmm. family. I, I mean, like family who's, you know, very liberal who still says weird shit sometimes like, Oh, there's two gay men kissing on TV. Let's switch the channel Mm -hmm. for the kids. It's like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But he like loves AOC, you know, there's like these weird uh, conflicting things that sometimes I have to be just like, Oh, whatever. I'll just like let him have that for now or other times, you know, you can't say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way because my parents are generally liberal too, but it's like I – and I will say it's like my dad with like gender identity stuff. It took him a while, but then he was yeah. like, no, I get – like it, it did – he was like, yeah, no, totally. It's just about respecting people. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. It doesn't – it's yeah. like it's all good, you know? And yeah. it, it is like a thing, and not every old person is like that, but it is – it, yeah. is, it is so that is the weirdest thing because yeah. almost someone who's like so far I'm like yeah. well I, I know you're just like coming from such a different place but it's like when you're almost there <laughs> but not quite you almost got it but yeah. you got to change the channel when gay people are on TV I know right <laughs> that's a really good one and it's it's cool to see people like I'm sure you did with your dad yeah. uh, it's cool to see people you talk to them about it and you like and they do change it's cool to see that happen you're like oh people are people want to be good like people want to do the right thing Mm -hmm. and you just got to give them a chance sometimes and say something you know and they might not especially if they're old get it till you say it uh 20 times yeah and like that i mean that is the unfortunate thing that i think is is literally the conflict between like teenagers and adults is like your your brain it's like the brain a brain the brain of someone the most smart and most malleable versus the brain of someone that's smarter maybe but not malleable at all and it's like that's why my parents never understood dubstep man you know (laughs) if they had just listened to it they would have seen more times 20 more times well tugboat thank you for calling in man i appreciate you sharing your story sure yeah yeah thanks sure. take care brother um yeah yeah sure take care thanks bye take care bye yeah well i'm honored we're the first person he told that story to yeah it's very kind damn that's very nice to talk about it. always love when you call in um it's i really the reveal of him having the doo-doo breath really that made was, me laugh man that was yeah fun. yeah i'm gonna start saying toilet breath more toilet breath yeah i don't know i haven't heard that in a while like i know it's a phrase but yeah right yeah yeah if do you if someone has bad breath do you bring it up to people mm, i've brought it up to friends it, it you know it's interesting me and Wyatt were talking about this like Pivotal moments where you say, like, okay, a good example of this is why it came to my house and eventually was like, what about penis breath from E.T.? That was a good rip from that movie. Yeah, that was good. And it was and it was exactly the tone of that movie, too. Yeah, right? It, I was like... Talk about that wasn't you. That was because my I was fucked up on my side. You're, you're good. You're good about the volume. Wasn't sucking dick. What the fuck? E.T. wasn't... No, no, no. One of the kids calls one of the other kids <laughs> penis breath, right? <laughs> 
E.T. didn't have penis breath. I mean, he might have. I don't know what he was doing to the kids. I think it was they were Elliot sleeping. saying it to his older brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, like the, the main kid. Drew Barrymore was too fucking high on drugs on that set yeah, to know she what was, was going she was on. Coked out. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, she Wyatt. Ne- she nearly ruined This is that something movie. Wyatt did for me and Katie is one time he was like, hey, man, your guy's apartment just smells like cat shit and piss. You got to do a Holy better job. Shit. And it was tough. It was a, It was tough. To have someone tell you that. And I would say I was still mad, and it's like my best friend telling it to me. But ultimately, I'm very happy he told me. Because you don't want to be the house that smells like piss and shit. We just bought a fucking expensive... We literally were just like, fuck it. Bought an expensive, stupid automatic litter thing so it will never smell like piss and shit. Maybe an overcorrection. Nobody's walking into this this house and saying it smells like piss. You walk through it, did it smell like cat piss and shit? Not at all. Not at all, bro. Exactly Your house is gorgeous, man. Yeah, man. I was, I was exactly. Exactly. That's so you you had no idea. Like I mean, you get like I knew kinda, but I also think like me and Kitty both grew up with cats, so it's just like we just got used to yeah. it, you know. And then it was just like it was like, dude, it's like bad. Like it's and it was clear he wasn't saying this, but it was clear he had talked about it with our other friends, you know. When you know it's been talked about in other you know settings, you're yeah. like, fuck, this it's isn't tough. just between us. But I but. The only thing worse than him telling me is him not telling me. Yeah. You know? He had a similar one. Our friend Toller told him he had a bunch of plaque in his teeth. Oh, horrible thing. That would hit me way harder well, hard. than a cat smell. But I'll tell you what. I was, we were talking about this in this context. He was like, went to the dentist first thing when I got back from this trip. I always go to the dentist now. No one's ever saying I got plaque in my teeth now. And I won't lie. I love the band of death. I knew he had plaque in his teeth. I knew Toller was right. He wasn't wrong. Motherfucker got plaque in his teeth. He smokes. That's no problem. But when you do that, you got to take care of it. That's so funny. Have you ever had someone lay it down for you like that? Not the plaque teeth, but I think the closest thing was a breath thing. I was like super drunk and I was chilling with my friend Shelby and we were like talking real close or something. And this was when I smoked cigarettes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, many drinks deep, many cigarettes deep. And she told me my breath's was really bad and I was like fuck I was really embarrassed yeah, I, yeah. and I never want that to happen again it's so embarrassing yeah uh, but what, and what did you do to change it did you like were you, were you did you become like a breathman or a gum guy I didn't change honestly because I knew what had caused it it was right. a night of no water no food yeah I was I was just pouring bad shit in there yeah. um but I think, you know, my last girlfriend told me my breath never stunk, and I live by that now, and yeah. I'm very proud of it. Listen, man, I mean, you know, I haven't been that close to your mouth that many times, but I've never smelt a thing. That's good. Yeah. All right, Fuck, we got a call coming good. in. Nice. Hello, caller. Welcome to the show. What's your name, and what are you calling about? Hey, it's Tanner. I have a story that's kind of related to that kind of sentiment where you guys are just talking about. Please. Um... So, as you know, Luke, a few days ago, something very sad happened. Yes. My little, my very old dog had to get put to sleep. It was very sad. Yeah. Um, but when I was getting the call, I was on my way back to my dorm from a class. And I was on the phone with my mom. She was sad. But this girl was walking out of my dorm, and... She had a full, her full left tit was hanging out of her shirt (laughs) and, um, it was clearly an accident because the shirt like collar was like cutting off 
like half of the tit, but like the nipple was out and like it was very clearly an accident. <laughs> so I feel like at any other point I would have said something and said, Hey, like your boob, your tit is out and I don't want anyone else to see it. Uh-huh. But I was on the phone about my dog <laughs> had a tumor that exploded in <laughs> on your spleen. And so I was not thinking about that, but I feel like I'm usually the type of guy that would say something about that, but I didn't this time. I, I'm really imagining you like through tears being like, excuse me, your, t- your titty is out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what would have happened. Really. Right. Right, you were very, very sad. I, I, I'm a, I think that you yeah. know, what, Tanner. I think, I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I you think made the right call. You made you the think right that's call. Valid that I didn't say anything. Because I'm sure so. I mean, right. I think is it. That's one of those situations where maybe if you were like clearly very upset and talking to her, she might have been like, it, "Did I do something really wrong to this guy?" You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, like exposing this guy to like his deep trauma about like this. That's the first titty you ever seen, maybe. I didn't want it to be this yeah. way. I didn't want to see my first boob this <laughs> way. No, no. It's cut off by the shirt. No. Why is it not even both of them are out? <laughs> in or out, in or out. Yeah. Pick one fully. Pick a lane. You, that's what you should have taken it that way. Pick, pick, in or out. Pick, pick, pick a, a lane. Hey, pick a lane. Yeah. Hey, pick a lane, <laughs> Like cat call him, <laughs> but like a helpful pick cat a lane, call. honey. Cat calling her through <laughs> tears. That's funny. I'm imagining the guy a cat calling and he's really sad. Uh, that's like a Family Guy cutaway. I'd love to write that. Ooh ooh ooh. You could. I'm not. We don't even have to do it. Just think about it. The Family Guy. What it was yeah. like. fiction. A guy. A guy. We about. To, it's it's that in one. that style, and it's there's a construction site, and it's a, a the crying cat caller. I was almost as bad as the time yeah. I saw a cat collar crying. Wait, what about <laughs> Tim or Heidecker or Andy Kaufman? I think I missed it, Laggy. Um, well, Tanner, yeah, I think that's okay, man. I think you, I, it's okay what you did. All right, cool, because I was just like, it's, I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> maybe, I get it. Maybe more than I should be thinking about other things, but yeah. I've been thinking about that one moment. Are you thinking more a about lot. the tip popping out or the more that your childhood dog was put down? <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of even right now, but like, <laughs> I, like at this point, it's, it's kind of they've settled to the same kind of like level. Mm. It's yeah. been a few days. I feel like now it's very much, very much level. Do you think for the rest of your life, when you think about your dog, you're going to think about this titty? Fuck. <laughs> well, if I think about the day that I got the call, like minutes after, the and I think about the whole event, I will think about that. And if right. I it's, in, memoir, it's part of the lore. That will, that will be <laughs> in it, and it'll be a very... It'd be in the book, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking to a friend, and... Uh, she said that was that was God telling you like telling me to keep my head up like in my like slowest moment like saying like there is still awesome shit in the world. He was like, "Here's a boob like, sport. Here's, <laughs> here's, yeah. a, here's one boob for you, just fuck. one." And you saw that boob yeah. and a little part of you was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> you were like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm good now." Yeah, my dog's dead, but there's a titty out, y'all. Yeah. 
miracles, your little little miracles, miracles man. That's a be- that's a that's maybe that's yep. about the, the beauty of the human condition. Every time you see a boob, you imagine it transforming into your dog's face. Oh. Well, that's sort of my question. Is that what that's cute? That's cute. That's nice. That's, that's, that's actually a way, great I mean, way to. That's a very stylized way to look at it. Well, that's a great way to remember your dog. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Yeah, it's boob? like a half out titty. <laughs> his name was Boob. Uh, her name was. Her name. <laughs> yeah, her name was. Her name titty. was Boob. <laughs> Wait, Titty. Oh, okay. Titty. She and she kind of well, as a female dog, she kind of had tits of her own or udders, I guess. I don't know. What do you call it on a dog? They're udders. <laughs> They're udders. <laughs> no, for sure, udders. <laughs> nipples, I'm just kidding. Man. I have no idea. Nah, yeah, I'm not sure. It can't be udders. Sweater puppies. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That is... I forgot about sweater puppies. Me too. God, I haven't heard that in a really long time. Me neither. Sweater puppies. That's that's like a type of horniness that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. That's like an early 2000s movie horniness. Truly. Let's look at those sweater puppies. Stifler. Yeah, that's (laughs) a Stifler. Stifler. Stifler I'm pretty sure he said sweater puppies in one of them. Yeah, that, that tracks. That tracks. Oh, shit. Are they asking me that? Yeah. Because I met Phil Braun. You met Phil Braun? Yeah, I did this joke podcast with him. Wait, who's um, Phil Braun? I think he's on uh, Tim Heidecker's, one of Tim Heidecker's show a lot. Uh-huh. Um, office Hours. Yeah, oh. Office Hours. Uh, dude, Phil Braun's amazing. He's one of the f- most fun people to improvise with. Um, I know I shouldn't, we have a caller, right? Should I be answering this? While yeah, it's Tanner's fine. You, know, uh, okay. you said what he needed to say. <laughs> you guys, uh, uh, Tanner, yeah. you want to hear this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love I mean, he I just said Phil. office hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Braun was, he is amazing, dude. We, they sat us down and we improvised about fucking aliens for like an hour. And uh, it was all fictitious, obviously. So the guy's an amazing improviser. He's so funny and he's got, his comedic timing's amazing. He's truly, he's as funny as he is, I guess, on the show. I don't watch the show, but like he truly is one of my favorite people I met this last year. Wow. Um, yeah, Phil Braun's awesome. He is a hoot. And Tanner, what do you think of Phil Braun? I can't help but agree. I think he's extremely funny. Never had the pleasure to improvise, but um, hopefully in the future. Incredible. We well, Tanner, thank you for calling in, sharing that story. I, I, I hope your dog is in heaven. All right. Thank you. Me too. Thanks, thank Tanner. You. I hope so. Can dogs go to hell? No. Well, maybe the Nazi dogs did. That wasn't their fault. Love the aesthetic of the studio. Uh, Thank you so much, Disver Dominic. Uh, First time chatter. I I will say, I I have to say, it doesn't usually look like this, but this is sort of the... uh, Don't worry, man. I'm kind of honored. Am I the first with this background? You're the second. Oh, okay. But so not as good, but it's nice. I mean, this will be gone this week. So like you are in a rare... It's in a rare thing. Disver Dominic, I appreciate it. Yeah, I wanted it to look as much like a sort of... um, uh, you know, like something maybe bad is happening off camera. Like that's the vibe I wanted yeah, to have. Yeah, this is like, hey, wait, we're hostage. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. We're yeah. gonna cut this guy's head yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Like something is bad. Like the person holding the camera is gonna get shot in the head. Execution <laughs> style. German Shepherd that ripped my leg open is deaf in hell. Well, what did you provoke him, Laggy? I've never been bitten by. It's like, did you deserve it? Exactly. <laughs> Stole a homeless man's science. You've never been bit? I've never been bit. I've been bit, but it was a tiny dog yeah, in like I guess seventh been, yeah. grade. It was I a, haven't gotten like a... Yeah. Yeah. I haven't got... I, I don't know the full experience of a dog bite. 
Probably pretty bad. Yeah. I feel like there's, if you're, when you're a kid, if you meet kids or it's just like they just got bit by a dog when they were four or five and they're always scared of dogs. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I mean, what I'm like, even as a kid, I'm like, can't argue with that, man. Like, I'd be fucking <laughs> Not scared at all. too. I don't blame your, like, your trauma that you have from that. But my friend's little brother, we couldn't, we were trick or treated with him and he, we couldn't go to houses with dogs in it. And it pissed me the fuck off. That's crazy. Stay on the fucking curb then, That's dude. Crazy. You can't we're going up to get the goddamn candy, Johnny. You, that shouldn't stop you from even going near a house. Yeah, like, that's come on, insane. Get that candy. That's insane. Or have your brother get it for you. We can't go up. <laughs> I can't go up. You can't go up. Did you guys stay friends with this guy? Was he? He was a little brother. Yeah. This was a, this was a tag along. I mean, this was, out of the grace, out of the grace of uh, of this three boys, we were even. He was even allowed to be there in the first place, that's... and then he's denying me access to candy in my neighborhood. Dude, that's outrageous. Outrageous. It was outrageous. I hope he's fucking dead. I hope none of those houses were big candy bar houses. His name was Johnny. I don't remember his last name. Johnny's John. such a typical little brother, historical he, like little brother he, name. He was. I'm, I'm sure he's like, fine out. He was the most like. Little brother, little brother. Yeah. Like he was literally. I mean, I hate. This is so mean. I mean, I say this child. Like, not as adult. I have no idea what he's like. A crybaby. <laughs> you really and it's it's a ter and that's a terrible. Th what if someone in the same situations we were talking about? But I was like, hey Jesse, I just uh, I just gotta tell you this, man. You are a crybaby. <laughs> oh my god! That, it would really hurt you. I my think. perspective would have changed yeah. of the world. I would be like, I've been walking through this world as a crybaby, and yeah. I didn't know it. I thought I was brave. I thought I was brave. I, thought I was brave like the brave little toaster. What's actually, weird though is when I meet like kids who I remember as a crybaby. When I meet them as older, a lot of the times when I have met these kids grown up. They're completely chilled out. Like they're yeah. nothing like they were in their kid form. Like my friends' little siblings. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, oh, I guess people don't stay crybabies. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I do. Yeah. No, that is. There's not a lot of cry. I, yeah, that's because you see kids who are like really angry as kids, and then you're like, well, as an adult, I'm yeah. sorry. You know, I kind of see that. But crybaby, I like. I can't think of the adult. They get put on Prozac. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, I always think of a crybaby. I was like, well, he's not a crybaby. I'm like, yeah, he's, he smokes weed literally 24-7. I was like, well, you know, it takes all kinds. You he, know? he puts the mute on those tears. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> so 40 milligrams of Prozac will do a lot to a crybaby, dude. You know? Yeah. Oh, a lot to a crybaby. shut down a It'll shut you the fuck up. You, it's all good, man. <laughs> it's all irie for the crybaby. You were a crybaby, Tanner. Were you no, was were you, you known? Or is it like you would you tattle, or was it like you would cry? Like what? How, what do you, what do uh, you mean? I was not a crybaby. I wasn't either. I was a class clown. Same. Respect. <laughs> I was a fucking clown. I was getting into shit. Did, you, I got yeah, did you get put out of class? I got put times? out of class a lot. Like I, I was my two best friends from like elementary school. We were like a real trio. We're like literally they had to separate us. But the, the we. A couple of times, like second grade, sixth grade, and eighth grade, we were all in the same class, oh. and it, like they'd separate us. Then they would like forget or like think we yeah, grew older. Time and, it, and it was like it was. It, we would get sent out every single Dude. day, every day, even as like an eighth grader, which is like a little too old yeah, to I, be like I, getting that. Yeah, stuff right. Like it. It's like kind of embarrassing, but you're still like proud of how funny you are. And yeah, it, crushing it. Popular loner. I was happy if I went a day as a kid without crying. Holy I shit. can't imagine. I was not crying as a kid. The self-awareness of the the cry baby 
being a crybaby from Stanktron is incredible. It's like, a, it they're is fully a, aware of it. They seem like they were aware of it in them right. at the time too. Class clown jock and emotionally attached to Elliot Smith. There, I was not a jock. Were you a jock? Uh, slightly, but I did theater too, so it kind of neutralized itself. Like, I, can, I, I, can, I, can I can I make a prediction? Oh, you got you got. I played soccer growing up. Not luck. it wasn't soccer. Really, it was it was more embarrassing. It was. Uh, I mean, I love the sport, but it was lacrosse. Well, that's where we grew up. Yeah. I knew you. I, I I mean, I played lacrosse too. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, it's like it's like. <laughs> Um, it's, a safe it's, space. it's like it's it's we it, we lived in the one place where lacrosse is bigger than football and yeah, basketball. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Crazy pop. It literally yeah. was like all my friends played lacrosse growing up. The jocks at my school were lacrosse guys. Yeah. They weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no shame. Yes. You know? Did well, you have a cool stick? Did you have like one of the harrows? You know I talking? didn't. I know the Harrows. Yeah, no, I, I had a Harrows for a little bit. Were yeah. they the uh, bent ones? It had it had like a little like. Like it was a little bit thinner, and like yeah. supposedly you could whip it way harder. Harder. I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, what position did you play? I was attack. I wow. hated running. Uh, what about you? I I had like, a f- I would. Can I take a guess? Defense is what you're gonna guess. I was gonna say that or goalie. Goalie. I didn't get far enough to like. I would play uh, defense, but I like I didn't even get far enough in it. Mm. I, I swam. That was my sport. Really? Yeah. That's the one. Like I played lacrosse until like. Probably like sixth grade, but then like from middle school onward, I only swam. Dude, swimming, I think the reason I never did it was because they always woke up early and like had to jump in like the cold ass water. And I, I was just like, Dude. I. It's, it is the most like, because it's so less punishing to, on your body than other sports, you can do it more. There yeah. were years of my life where I was doing two a day swim practices. Holy shit. Like four hours of swimming every That's single insane. day. insane. You must have, did you have abs? Honestly, I was in really good shape. Yeah, you yeah, must yeah, have yeah, been. Yeah, yeah, The best shape of my life, truly. And there was one year, I was never that good at it. There was one year where I was like starting to get kind of good junior year, but then I started smoking pot and I kind of threw it all yeah. away because I wanted to smoke pot. Yeah, know. did it hurt your lung capacity or something, I guess? More, I just stopped going to practice. That's yeah. what I have. I was I was too busy reefing with the bad. So kids. you you were a junior year. That's when you discovered pot. Yeah, no weed. I smoked it a little sophomore year, but junior year is when I really took off. Wow. I, I was truly a like stoner in high school. Yeah, yeah. it was you, fun when you first when I yeah. mean I still do it, but it was such yeah, yeah. a blast in those early days when you're just laughing. Fun, man. Did you shave that bod? No, I wasn't. I, w- I wasn't as hairy as I was now, but I never did the. You know how that is, where you shave your whole body to swim. Yeah, it's like aerodynamics. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Michael Michael Phelps hit the bong, and I said, "Finally, a guy I can look up to." The stoner <laughs> swimmer it was fucking awesome. It didn't exist before him. Not no, did not. Um, what was your uh, stroke? Backstroke. Really? Yeah, that's that unique. That's at. that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's crazy. When you get really good at backstroke, you know exactly how many lengths it's going to take you to get down the pool every single time, and you don't have to look back at all. Because you literally know exactly when you're going to hit the wall. Now I'm scared to hit the wall when I swim. I remember my friends in high school, when they smoked the first time, they came back to school with their notes app documenting their experience. That's funny. Damn. We didn't have iPhones back when I was We didn't. I I wasn't going to say it, but I was like, damn, they had notes app then? I didn't even know. I wish, dude, because that first time was so cool. Um... Do you remember the first time you smoked pot? Yeah, man. Uh, it was a, a gravity bong. Mm. Um, like a Gatorade bottle? Yeah, no, it was like a, they used like this, uh, like a liquor bottle. Mm-hmm. They cut up a liquor bottle to do it, but it crushed. No, it was a waterfall, which is like a gravity bong, yeah, yeah. but I think it the water exits differently or whatever. Um, I got so high. I ate a whole box of Reese's Puffs. Nice. A whole box. 
But I was just... Was it uncomfortable or were you happy? Yeah, by the time I finished it, it was uncomfortable. But I was... Mentally, I was so happy. I, I couldn't really? stop laughing. Oh, that's great. Couldn't yeah, stop. Yeah, yeah. What about you? I The first time I smoked, we didn't really smoke enough, but we were like... We literally, me and my like best friend of this day, like... like uh, went to get pizza and we're just like literally laughing at everyone in the pizza place. <laughs> yeah. Just like, not like mead, but just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was very fun. God. It was very fun. Yeah. I did a gravity bong first time. My lungs didn't stop burning for like Holy eight shit. hours. Yeah. I, Cry, I, baby. I can't imagine smoking a gravity <laughs> pussy. I can't Cry, imagine baby. smoking a gravity bong now. You know? Oh yeah! If somebody was like, "Here's a Gatorade bottle. I'm gonna like make all the water go out of it, and then you're gonna smoke the stain shit in there," I oh. it would kill me, man. First time I greened out was on a gravity bong. Holy shit! One of those unlucky few doesn't react to THC. I didn't know that was a thing. I think my brother may be that way. I, yeah. I smoked a blunt with him a few times back in the day, and he he never got high. Huh. And I think he was still smoking it correctly, but it was kind of a bummer. I was hoping we'd kind of yeah. bond together over that, and it. What does he like to do? Pills or something yeah, else? Big pill. <laughs> big pills. <laughs> he, he has three kids and he's still popping them pills. You know, pills were ones that I never, I, I never, I've, I've never like. I, I, it was even as like I was kind of a bad boy, but I was still like, I'm not trying to take a bunch of pills. I'm like 16. Yeah. Like that was always where I was like, that's a little too scary. What for a me. what a blessing. Like I avoided pills too for yeah. no obvious reasons. It's just like no, I never. Like, I think it was because I like beer so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was sort of like, I'm good. You that find was, your one and you're did like. It for yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I'll just drink a hundred beers, <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Did I do? I did do bath salts, by, uh, but I I went to raves in high school, and I went to a rave in Baltimore called Starscape every year. Um, that uh, we I was uh, we would do Molly, but looking back, we were obviously doing bath salts. <laughs> like Holy we were, yeah. Shit. And it you did, were a bad boy. I was a little yeah. bit of a bad boy. Cool. I I like I like drugs. Um, as an adult, you have pills or alcohol acceptable. Now I don't really do any of that stuff. I'm kind of. I don't even really drink. So that you don't. Much you don't even drink that much. I was gonna. A guess little you bit. Still, because the way you just. I love. About it. Beer. I don't get me wrong. I love beers, but no. It's. It's. You know what it is, man. Caffeine is Luke's thing. That is true. I do drink disgusting, fucked up energy drinks, and that's sort of really? where I get my kicks. I get these ones called Ghosts that are. Uh, they're the flavors are like Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Fish, and oh they're my fucking. God. They're fucking nasty, but in a way I like the Swedish Fish ones. Literally taste like if you melted a bunch of Swedish Fish and put it in a drink. Holy shit! Yeah, they'll fuck you up. How old are you guys? I'm thirty. I'm thirty three. Well, I was going to ask you, because I think the part of the alcohol thing is I just get uh, uh, so hungover these days. It's not really worth yeah, it. Yeah, dude. The, ha- the hangover keeps me at bay, man. I, I probably drink, like, not even once a week. Like, yeah. maybe once every two weeks I'll have, like, a few if I'm yeah. out or something. Yeah. But it's you, fun, because it does still do with the trick of, like, calming me down in, like, yeah. a social setting. But yeah, it makes me cool as fuck. I yeah. talk better. Girls like me more. I remember in middle school, I knew a guy that would just take a handful of Benadryl before skill. Yeah. Robitussin. I knew kids. Even when I was, like, I was sort of hanging out with bad kids, but even was, like, 15-year-old, when there were, like, 15-year-olds I knew were, like, drink a bunch of Robitussin, I was like... I'm trying to like do crazy shit. I'm not trying to drink a bunch of no. robots. No, like, I was like, even then, I was like, I don't think that's what we that should shit be doing. It takes you out in weird ways. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did. Uh, you know what triple C's are? No. There's this medicine called Coracid and cold and cough, and you, if you take eight tablets, so you like it, mm-hmm. you trip or whatever. And I did it one time with my roommate back in Chicago. 
and it just made me super dizzy, like really uncontrollable dizziness. Like not fun. Not fun. Yeah. It was like terrible. Yeah. It was I like was, you were gonna fall. Yeah, I couldn't. I had to lay down. I couldn't uh, get up. And he yeah. put on like he put on like the Woodstock DVD, and I was I just remember I was like I can't watch this, man. This is not a good time for me. <laughs> I hate Woodstock now. You just hate. The, <laughs> yeah, the con- just yeah. You bring up Woodstock. I'm like, oh, I think Bullshit. about that night. Yeah, I think those guys. It was you know, it was a piece of love. A lot of people got hurt. Yeah. So I'm, you know, maybe we cool it. What do you think of Woodstock '99? Dude, I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. That's horrible. The they're, crowd. They're, that documentary is fucking nuts. Yeah. 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 That crowd looked crazy. I mean, that would have been crazy to perform for that crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seemed like you could have died there very easily or been assaulted. Yeah. Yeah. Just like original, and then we say, "Oh, it's so different." Well, original Woodstock was actually kind of like that too. Yeah, <laughs> it was like super muddy, and I mean, I guess a little less assault, rapey, because more people were like about that free love back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, it was that video that looks like DMX performing to the for the entire world. Yeah, yeah that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, also there are certain performances like Limp Bizkit and DMX where the crowd is going fucking crazy. It's insane. Where you're just like, I bet if you were like like um uh what's her face? Um like what's her jagged little pill? Um Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette played it and you're like, I'm sure she had an awful time. Yeah. I bet Limp Biscuit had a fucking awesome it's, time. It's prime Limp Biscuit. Yeah, they're now. literally the high kid rock fucking Oh well, yeah. yeah, that was probably pretty fun, you know? This is that being Limp Biscuit at Woodstock ninety nine is the same as being uh Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock sixty nine. Oh yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> I think that's right. We'd rather go to Woodstock '99 than '69. I don't. I, you, you. Were you serious? Are you seriously sick of Woodstock? Or are you just saying? No, that? it's just because he. That's the DVD. Yeah, yeah. I, I tie it to that time. Yeah, yeah. So dizzy. But no, I would have. I would have went to '69. I would have went. Would have went to Woodstock '69 based off you know what I heard about it. '99, not a chance. If I had VIP passes. If I had VIP at '99, yeah. I would have went. You ever been to a music festival and had like the good shit? I've only done it like once. I've had like the not general admission through a friend of a friend of a friend. I haven't had the good shit. I'll tell you what, man. I went to Pitchfork one year and my friend was like tour managing some band and it was like, oh, like, this is good. What what happened? Do you get the treatment? You just like, it's like you've got your own area, you've got your own bathrooms, you get a bunch of free food and drink. Yeah. You have your own viewing area, so you're never like too crowded and it's like, oh, like, this is, this is good. Like, it was just so clear, like, right, yeah, like, if I could afford this, I would, I like, kind of made me not want to go to other ones where it's like, well, this, that fucking sucks and this is awesome. Yeah, you tasted paradise. Yeah, literally, I was like, these people, these, these rich, oh, man. Uh, I went the year Solange played. I went a couple years. I think that was the year Solange played, and I can't remember the other headliners. Where is Pitchfork? It was in, I can't remember what park it's in. It's like a, like deep, it's always at the same park. It's like, if you drove south of Logan Square for like 20 minutes. Okay, so it's Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicago, yeah. Oh, um. Is Bryant Park? Union? No. Union Park. Is it U- Union Park? I think so. Because that is kind of south. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. George Clinton, Bill Clinton's brother. This isn't when I saw them. <laughs> I did see Mitski at uh, Lollapalooza. That's fine. My ex-girlfriend, yeah. That was, it was amongst the trees. It was great. Wait, you saw them there, Tanner? You saw that? 
No, I couldn't have been... Because I would have gone to the Dirty Projectors. That is fun to see Mitski. I don't... That yeah. just looks too good. And I don't remember seeing any of those people. Yeah, Danny Brown's great. LCD sound system. Yeah, I don't know a good amount of those. I'm not a music aficionado, though. I played patty cake with Mac DeMarco. M.I.A. That will Yes, it was that. It was that. Yes, it was that one. Lil B, Solange, Yola Tango, Tori Moy. It was that one. Um... Who else was there? <laughs> that's, that's Give such, me more. Such a <laughs> shittier lineup than the first one. Um, Solange was owning Pitchfork for those years. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, I I, I, I've heard good things about her. And the guy that did Broccoli uh, Dram. Do you remember that song? I remember. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Song, yeah. And, and the broccoli. Okay. I don't know any of those. I really don't know a single one of those, yeah. Blood Orange, I know. Stinktron could be making these up at this point. I mean, it really feels like it. I think he's copy and posting yeah. it. Parquet Courts, yes, I saw them there. Ryan Hemsworth, the third Hemsworth I'm trying brother. to remember what the name of the band that he was tour managing for. I remember that the guy, the lead of it got really, really canceled, so it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Like, really, like, bad canceled. And he was like, my friend was like, yeah, it was really fucked up. Like, doesn't talk to him anymore and shit. Oh, God. It was one of those bands, like Woods or some, or like, I don't know. But yeah. Did you go with a big group? Well, I did. And then I ditched them all because only I had the backstage because of my friend. And they got mad at me because they were like, why aren't you chilling with us? I was like, Cause I fucking it was it was like Wyatt yeah. and a, a couple of friends and I was and they did and I, I was just sort of get why they got mad. I was like, nah, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna go back yeah. here. This is fucking <laughs> cool. I'm not gonna be with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, bye, always, bitch. It's always interesting seeing which path people choose in yeah. those situations. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I've chosen your path and yeah. like. Your friends get pissed, but I, you're like, you would have done the same thing. I'm the type of guy I'm pretty much always going to pick that path. I'm just like, I don't know, man. What are you supposed to... But I'd also get mad if someone picked that path. It's a tough call, yeah. man. It's When you're like, you're definitely going to hurt someone's feelings, but you got such a sweet situation where yeah. you shouldn't turn it down. Like, yeah. They should understand that. Yeah. But people don't... People just think about themselves, man. But people are so selfish. People are so selfish. And people don't want to work anymore. People don't people Bro. don't work like they use customer service is it's horrible these good, days. Dude. You go you go to the Applebee's, the Zoosk is doing your fucking order. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, thing. that fucking really. Bro, what about you talk to me and I say I want the fucking steak now? Yeah, yeah. And I want to order chips. I can't believe Applebee's did that. That's insane. Applebee's, Chili's, all TGI of that. Fridays, I TGI bet Friday. too. They're all going the way of the dodo. Good customer service feels <laughs> like it's going the way of the dodo, man. How are we doing on time? we got 10 minutes left. Okay. Nine. That's just about enough time for one more pedophile call. Story. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. more <laughs> pedophile story. Just enough time for one more great call. I'm going to try and figure out what the name of that band was, but I don't remember it now. Um, I went to Lollapalooza in Chicago. That was I a fun went. one. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I, I mean, it was kind of scary, though, because it was like right after that shooting in Vegas of the Jason Aldean concert. Oh, like the the yeah the, the, the Stephen Paddock one. Yeah, I, is that the one where he shot down on the concert? Yeah, 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 from yeah. Mandalay Bay. Yeah, wow. Dude. So I was like really nervous going into this uh, festival because 
when we went in, there was a huge line to get in, and uh-huh. it was one of those lines that's just like a mass of people, yeah. and like you're just moving, and we were at the center of the mass at one point, me and the person I went with, and I was just like, it would be so easy right now, and I'm we like, fucked. yeah, so that felt pretty risky, but once we got in, it, w- it was dope, because the park Lollapalooza is in is called Grant Park. Yeah. It's very yeah. pretty. It's right yeah. on the lake. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like half of it's like shrouded in forest. Mm-hmm. So some of the stages that people perform at are just like covered in trees and That's it's so just cool. a cool like variety. I, I used to work in the North Shore because I was a, a tutor, like a standardized test tutor and it would be very funny because sometimes I'd take the like the, the commuter train up there. Yeah. And when it was uh, uh, when it was Lollapalooza you'd see like truly like hundreds if not thousands of North Shore high schoolers going to Lollapalooza to like do weed for the first time and it was always like such a shit show Um, have you seen the Dan Bozerian video of him at the Vegas shooting trying to help the police I have not I would love to see that I forgot about Dan Bozerian he's like 20 women around him yeah (laughs) he's throwing the women (laughs) you can't say that Uh, (laughs) Steven Paddock man that was you ever look into that stuff? No, what's it's the, crazy. What's the deal with it's like there's a whole conspiracy theory where people are like, it didn't make sense. Like a lot of people think that he was maybe a FBI asset that like went crazy and then they tried to cover it up because they didn't want to be embarrassed because it didn't really. A lot of things didn't add up. Like the amount of rounds he was firing. Then his like brother went on the news and was like. This doesn't make any sense. My like my brother like would never do something like he is like was like saying all this stuff. And then two days later his brother like got caught with two terabytes of child pornography by the FBI oh, and they like sent him to jail. It's pretty crazy shit, man. Um after like ingesting all that information, do you think he was the shooter or do you think they I think it's it's you know, I heard a theory recently that like and he also like killed himself, but then they're like, did he? I think so. I don't. I think he probably was the shooter. I I personally think what it was is that he was like an informant or something for the FBI, like because he was dealing all this illegal shit, and then like got up in some bad stuff or like had a mental break, and then they didn't want to admit it, so yeah. then they like covered it up really fast. I see. That's my yeah. that's my theory. Um. Yeah, Dan Blazarian, man. Who is, like, what is Dan Blazarian's deal? Because I've seen so many videos on, like, his lifestyle, and I'm like, where did he He's just a billionaire his son. Richers? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's okay, just a rich yeah. guy's son. I guess that's what I'd do if I was that rich. I would do. Get fucking yeah. swole, take fucking human growth hormone, and just, you know. The official story is he blew a bunch of money at the casino, and he felt it was being disrespected by the staff. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, Was honey. that the paddock one? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I went to Mandalay Bay when I was there. Did I was you? Like, what happened? You know, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Conducting they, interviews. Yeah, <laughs> you can't really talk. I, it is sort of one of those things. I feel like it's like saying talking about nine eleven. Yeah, play like don't. Oh, I up, bet. Don't bring up the yeah. pa- the paddock panic, as I call it. They did um, drywall over his room, the room it was in. That's creepy. They literally wish you're like, I you're mean, just maybe, asking for shit. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Fucking ghostly shit to happen in there now. Yep. James Aldean. He tried. You know what? If he had tried that in a small town, maybe that's what "Try That in a Small Town's about. You know that James Aldean song? No. It's like a thing on Twitter, like a couple months ago, because it became like a right wing thing. Try that in a small town, you know. <laughs> but he tried. Uh, James Aldean. Try that in a small they town. Tried it in a see big, how far you get. Yeah, right. Well, the answer is pretty fucking far, man. Las Vegas. That's a big fucking yeah. city. You know what I mean? Jason Aldean didn't do shit. I forgot it was Jason Aldean. 
Well, yeah, right. we really hit the gambit of just like so many incredible topics tonight, Jesse. Uh, I, I've been dying to talk about pedophilia. Pedophilia. Great platform for that. Talking about pedophilia, talking about uh, Stephen Paddock uh, killing 57 people and injuring 250 others. Lollapalooza, Pitchfork. I mean, these are the great stories of the uh, modern American. Yeah, um, thanks for having me, Luke. Yeah, it's really truly been a pleasure. Um, I'm going to find someone to rate on Twitch, but while I do that, please plug away. Plug yourself. Okay, um, plugging me. So I'd say I, I make a lot of comedy videos online for um, my own pleasure, but for everyone else who, who likes what I make. And so follow me on Instagram and TikTok. It's Jesse underscore Kendall, J-E-S-S-E underscore Kendall. Um, That's where I put up most of my work. Outside of that, uh, I made a feature film a few uh, years ago called Love Dump. And that... Yeah, I saw that earlier, and I I don't think they're they're commenting anymore. But uh, it's basically a Hallmark movie parody. And um, it's running around the festival circuit right now. But uh, feel free to message me online, and I'll send you a link to watch it. Otherwise, we're trying to sell it to um, streamers right now to get it put up so anyone can see it. So, so just any, keep an ear up for that. If you work at Netflix, Peacock, hit this guy up. Please. This is the time to Hit do me it. up. Hit him up. I want to see that movie. I'm going to do that because yeah, I want to watch it. Um, well, Jesse, thank you for doing this. Thanks, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm over here. It was a blast. Uh, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Bye, guys.